Nobody asked you, Kevin! Welcome to Nobody Asked You, Kevin. Tonight's episode is another special Somebody Had to Ask edition. Um, and tonight I'm joined by a guest who I think most of my listeners probably know, uh, Mr. Paul Hart. So welcome, Paul. How are you on this fine, I believe it's a Thursday night? I am doing great on this Friday Eve. Thank you for having me on and if you lose a bunch of listeners tonight i i hereby apologize (laughs) (laughs) i a bunch probably the five people that listen to me (laughs) but um i'm happy to have you here tonight um uh for sure so so i think most people know who you are but tell me tell listeners tell the audience a bit about yourself over the next few minutes introduce yourself Tell us what makes you you, what makes you tick, what are your hobbies, um, over the next few minutes. All right. Well, first off, I'm a ginger, so I have no soul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am I am a Milwaukee Midwestern boy. Uh, grew up here all my life. A uh, fan of the Packers, the Brewers, the Bucks. Bucks just broke my heart. Um, I am a single father. I have a six-year-old daughter named Hazel, who is named after the Brian K. Vaughn comic book saga. Uh She's going nice. to hate me when she gets a little bit older and realizes that that's what she's from. No, that's, my, that's nice. <laughs> my, uh, actually, uh, both her names are from that. Hazel Isabel. She's named after the daughter and then the weird, uh, you know, babysitter that's been blown in half. Uh, and then I have my four-year-old son, Emmett, who is named after Back to the Future in the Lego movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. That's a nice choice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, just got to keep keep up the geek. Uh, I am a teacher. I can pretty much I am licensed to teach anything from infants all the way to third grade. Um, I have been blessed to actually teach every grade in that range except for third. Um, I got to do a really cool thing where I actually took one class all the way from K4 to second grade. So I was with them for about four years. Um, my heart and soul is in kindergarten. I've been able to do that two years in a row now. I feel like I'm a six-year-old at heart, so I fit in great. Um, I'm a huge Batman guy, as like you said, all five of your listeners probably know by now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, huge into Batman, big Marvel guy, anything comic books. I just love, uh, just love going to the comic book store on a Wednesday and grabbing something new. Um, you know. Lately, it's just been, you know, hanging out with a friend and watching new stuff on Netflix. And, you know, it's just everything's kind of slowing down. It's, you know, summer vacation just started. So 
got to pick up a second job because us teachers, you know, we rake in that cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, teachers are grossly underpaid. I mean, I, I will never understand our our system in the United States. But that's a whole other topic. So yeah, totally, totally. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to open up that rabbit hole. No, no, no. I, that's something that's near and dear to my heart. I got a lot of teachers in my family, and they all share the same sentiments about that. And um, it, it's just one of those things that I mean, we should value education, and we should um, value those people that serve and teach our children. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I, I can come in here and bitch about the pay, but I'd be lying if I said it wasn't the greatest show on earth. Like, it's just, you know, it's, it's just a blast, especially when, you know, you get the little, of course, everyone's like, oh, when they do get on a test, or just when you hear them, like, repeat something that you just usually say, or like, um, you know, we have, like, you know, like, dress like, you know, like, somebody famous day, and I had a bunch of kids come in wearing, like, a hoodie that looked like mine. It's like, oh, you guys are idiots. You're dressing <laughs> oh, like me. You oh, don't man. know anything. You guys are so screwed in life. <laughs> well, that's going to make you feel good, though. Oh, yeah. You you know, like, especially in kindergarten when you're teaching, like, like just the small stuff, right? Like, oh, my God, dude, he knows A goes ah. Like, holy shit, dude. Like... <laughs> it's just the small victories that you take in. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm like I said, glad to have you here. Six little words that question start with who, what, where, when, how, and why. Questions start with these. Step right up and answer all my questions if you please. The way this is gonna work, I've got twenty questions lined up for you tonight. Okay. Um, and this is just a quick reminder how it works. So segment's called Somebody Had to Ask. Um, I've got 20 questions for you, which range from somewhat serious, kind of, maybe, to just downright dumb and stupid. Yes. Um, which I love those questions. Um, so, I mean, typically guests have not seen or heard the questions ahead of time, so there's no preparation involved. It's just thinking and answering whatever you might want. Man. So you, have, you haven't seen these questions, right? I have not. In fact, I texted you like a couple, like maybe an hour before. I'm like, what do I need to prep? You're like, nothing. I'm like, okay. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be kind of interesting because I haven't thought about anything in about a week. So I'm going to have to dust off the old thinking machine here. And there is only one rule to remember. You can't answer yes or no only. Okay. You've got to elaborate in some fashion. So, okay. You good with that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, so we're going to jump into this right now. Um, holidays coming up. July 4th, Independence Day here in the States. Um, what is Paul Hart's favorite holiday and why? Oh, man. Um, Jesus Christ. Like, it's got to be Halloween. I mean, the fact that, like, you know, like, especially... Especially as a father, you know, like you get to see your kids really get kind of creative and you see them really want to like, you know, become someone, you know, pretend to be someone they really respect. And it's been really fun, you know, like especially with me being a nerd to share that with my daughter who now wants to be Captain Marvel for Halloween. Oh, and I don't nice. Know. <laughs> yeah. And I guess like growing up in a Christian school, I was told Halloween is the worst. So, you know. 
sometimes I get down with the devil and really enjoy October 31st. Yeah, it's that is hot. It's hot for me and for us here. I mean, we have we we decorate a lot for Halloween and pretty much Halloween is a year round thing for me, I think. Okay. It's one of my it's my favorite holiday. Well, all right. Like, can I say something weird? I, and I don't. Uh, yeah, no, it's like oh, I there's, was gonna, okay. there's nothing, nothing weird. So. Well, I don't want to be like a downer. Like it should also be like the day I hate too, right? Like, like I got left on Halloween. Oh, but I still fucking love it. Like, like, like to me, it's almost like the rebirth. Like, if that makes any sense. Well, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you can you can turn that around a little bit, and you can see it from a positive and not just a negative. Absolutely, because the best Halloween I ever had was the was the year after. Like we really went all out with the kids, you know. I had a got to spend it with a special someone, and we just had a fun time. Nice, I yeah. I mean, and I'm a firm believer in 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 turning things around at the positive, viewing it from positive, um, not necessarily negative, not even from a realist perspective, but I mean, got to see things positive. So that's that is a great way to look at it. And yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those holidays that. It's it doesn't have to be just on the thirty first. It can be the entire month of October. Exactly. It can be October and November. I mean, so so yeah, I I love Halloween as well. So and you get to take your kids candy and say you're testing it. Like, come on. Yeah, that's the now, best. Now this is this is a topic that came up. I don't, I'm not sure if you listen to Heroes of Noise with uh, Dan Ramirez and Steve Hudson. I do. I was not able to listen to the newest one, but I saw a ton of posts that seemed very Halloween centric. Yeah. And um, the one thing is, and this is a rule here too. um, What are your thoughts on trick or treating and kids that don't say trick or treat? Do they get candy or not? Uh, Like, um, like, I guess it depends on the age range. You know what I mean? Like if it's maybe like a nine or 10 year old, like, yeah, you gotta say it. But like, if it's, you know, just like a little guy, or a little girl just trying to keep their mask or costume on, just struggling, like, you know, I guess I'm pretty lenient with it. I'm really more about, like, the costume. One thing we always do is uh, we go to, like, um, I don't know if you guys got them. We got, like, Sam's Clubs around here. like Oh, yeah. Like, Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have Sam's Club and Costco and... Yeah, fucking totally. So, like, we go and we usually buy, like, a giant, you know, like... A, like a 24 pack of like regular size. Oh, I'm sorry. Like King size Kit Kats or Snickers. And I pick one costume and my friend picks another costume. And whoever comes up with those costumes automatically gets that King size candy bar. Oh, and we do that until we're through. Yeah. I, I like that idea. That's, that's a great idea. And it, it's just something special. And it, it I mean, like what? Like what costume would you pick? I mean, was is it just something random or something you like? Or well, the first year, obviously, I I said, um, you know, I'm gonna go with anyone that's dressed like Batman, and then like it kind of evolved into that, where then we kind of got like, we kind of got we 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 kind of tried to like make a game with ourselves, like okay, well, you know what we're gonna do, like um, if we see like a star scream, like oh shit, like <laughs> that kid might even get like two because you don't see a lot of star screams. But then sometimes it just comes down to like the creativity. Like if you see that a parent like made something really fucking cool, like 
they're getting a really cool candy bar. You know, they're getting the full size candy bar, like um, you know, like uh, shit. You know, we had the king and queen of hearts, like a little brother sister come up. Like you guys are getting it. Like the mom sat there, and you know, you could tell like the costume was handmade and and all that stuff, or like you know, like a a parent pushing a pushing a toddler in a stroller that looks like you know fucking um. You know, like the carriage from uh, the carriage from Cinderella, you know, just oh. kind of going all out, just like shit like that. Like we really try to praise creativity by helping contribute to their diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but, so, yeah. so speaking of, OK, childhood stuff. Uh, yep. um, now, this kind of warps into the next question. OK. What is your fondest memory of childhood? Can be anything, Oof. but what is your fondest memory from childhood? Jeez. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> when I was, man, like eighth grade counts as childhood, right? Or are we talking like really young? Um, I would count anything less than eighteen. Okay. All right. Um, man, I just remember that, like. I always played catch with my dad. Like he was big in the football. So we'd always go out and throw the football like every day. And then I finally got into like peewee football in eighth grade. We never had it through school, but we got it through the, through the parks and rec system. I remember that was just something that he thought was really cool. So like every day after school, he'd pick me up and we'd just sit there and we'd like drive in the fucking Oldsmobile station wagon, like fucking blue, you know, baby powder blue. And we just fucking, you know, listen to oldies and we drive right by Lake Michigan every time to get to that thing. And, you know, like afterwards, like he'd sit, sit there and watch for the whole practice, you know, like I did quarterback for a little while, then wide receiver. And it was just like, it was just really cool. Like, like always that ride back kind of talking about practice, kind of talking about like what we can do later in a game. And then just kind of just like talking just like about anything that wasn't football either. Like it was really cool to just kind of have those moments with your dad and then i guess you know always um shit dude like just falling in love with like some of my fandoms like man rushing home every day to you know i mean every knows everyone knows this but like watching fucking batman the animated series and being able to work up an allowance to be able to go to toys r us and buy those toys and you create your own like episodes of the animated series with all those action figures or you know um just kind of the exploration of childhood. Like my first time we have this comic book by me called lost world of wonders. The first time me and my friend Dave rode our bikes to this thing. And I bought my first comic book. I mean, it was, uh, of course it was a Batman comic book and I had no idea what the hell was going on, (laughs) but like, you know, just like kind of everything that kind of shaped me into, you know, the shit I love. And, you know, obviously driving up to Minnesota where my grandparents lived and going to the Mall of America on Christmas. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fun shit about childhood. I guess it's just everything that kind of means something to me now that that's helped make me tolerate this hellscape we call adulthood. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hellscape is the right word, man. Yeah, I I love those that mean that those memories are great from childhood. I've, I've, when, when you were just talking there, things started like coming back to me about, you were talking about 
fandoms and, and things. And I was huge into Nintendo and Super Nintendo. And one of my one of my best memories is we would go over to my grandparents' house um, all the time, and and this was in Michigan, and um, they actually purchased a Super Nintendo for the grandkids at their house. So they bought a Super Nintendo, and that was where I first played Super Mario World. And I would just play and play and play in the basement there, and it was just a, such a great memory because now every time I think of Super Mario World or I play Super Mario World, I think of my grandfather who's passed away several years ago. Yeah. And it, it's just a, a good memory. So Yeah, and you're probably right back in that room. Like, you can smell everything. You can just see, like, all the stuff that made that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's a very, very um, – it, it kind of immerses you. I mean, that memory kind of immerses you or takes you right back to – that that room and like you said the smells and how it looked and felt and and i love questions like this because it just everything just starts rushing back yeah dude man super nintendo was the shit oh yeah man that that was such a i mean i mean it was like a mind-blowing mind fuck whatever you want to say it was i mean to me going from nintendo to Super Nintendo and just the graphics from 8-bit to 16-bit. It's um, like the Wizard of Oz going from black and white to fucking color. Oh, man. Yeah, it was... And I played mm-hmm. Super Mario World so much. And, I mean, other games, of course. But, yeah, that's where... And then, man, I could talk about Nintendo and Super Nintendo all day long. <laughs> yeah, no, like, like, one thing, man. I don't even know if anyone... I, I am such a fan of offbeat shit. Like, it, dude, is it okay if we swear in this podcast? Oh, know. you swear okay. all you want. Fuck yeah, I probably already did like eight because times. Um, I just I just put up an episode earlier today. It was just about 10 or 15 minute episode of me talking about what happened at the movie theater last night. And okay. it was me swearing basically left and right. So That's amazing. And what movie did you see? Like, uh, I went to see, I went to see Annabelle Comes Home. Okay, I'm going to have to listen to that for sure. Yeah, and it's just people acting a fool in a movie theater and behavior in a movie theater. Movie theaters are movie theaters should be considered like church. Like, you fucking just go in and you shut the fuck up and you watch the movie. Like, that's a sacred temple to me. That's exactly right. And I, I completely, and I said this in that episode, I completely understand reacting to a movie and yeah. reacting to specific scenes. But if you're going to sit there and giggle throughout the entire movie especially when the movie's really quiet and you're having a conversation with your friend right next to us or you're giggling at parts that shouldn't be giggled in. And, I mean, it it's ridiculous. And, yeah, well, much is there to giggle about in fucking Annabelle? Yeah, I, I don't know if it was kind of like a defense mechanism, as I was thinking. Okay. Maybe they were scared a little bit and they just started laughing, but it was obnoxious. So, yeah, yeah that's a whole other thing of... Oh, I, I, I totally know, but bet. basically, yeah, you could swear all you want. <laughs> all right, cool. Now, like, I'm a huge fan of like offbeat and I don't know if like we got these games because they were cheap and my parents found them like at the fucking dollar bin or whatever. But there was this game. There's two games that really stick. I mean, of course, I fucking loved, you know, Mega Man and fucking Mortal Kombat and Super Mario, of course, Super Mario World and 
and all that stuff. But there was these two games that I just remember being addicted to. One was called Pushover. Hmm. And literally you're an ant and you go through just series of like dominoes where you have to set up like dominoes in different settings and you have to knock them over to like be able to go to the next level. And there's like certain dominoes that do special things like one can fly up on the ceiling and go left or like one can just explode or one just turns to dust like and it's like this huge thinking puzzle that you got to do. And the soundtrack was amazing. It's probably I'm probably the only person that ever played it, but it's called Pushover. Look it up if it's on anywhere. It was addicting as hell. Like it's literally just it's a puzzle game. You're just trying to do dominoes. Like you have yeah. to like pick them up and you have to move them. You have to set them up perfectly. Like some of them get real meticulous. Like there's like you gotta knock them over down like a couple flights of stairs, or like you gotta knock them down like three stories and it has to hit the perfect angle to knock the other ones over to continue going and all huh. that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a yeah. trip. I'm looking at, I'm looking it up right now. Cause I didn't even know this game even existed, but it looks pretty neat, dude. Oh yeah. Oh, oh um, you found something. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. And now the other one I love was called Bubsy. Oh, Bubsy. Yeah. That was that uh was it a cat? It's like a or... bobcat. Oh yeah. my god, that game is the shit. <laughs> that game. I mean, but I can't stop Turtles in Time, obviously, is my favorite game for Super yeah. Nintendo. But Bubsy was right up there. Get guess what? What's that? Bub do you have a Nintendo Switch by any chance? No. Oh, Bubsy's coming back to the Nintendo Switch. Like a whole brand new game? Yep. Get the Bubsy. fuck out of here. Nope. Uh, the end of August, I believe. Dude, I gotta get a Switch, man. Ah, fuck, I gotta get rid of my daughter's college money. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> At least I believe. I, I heard that. Let me let me look it up, because, yeah, August 29th. Get the new, fuck out of here. A new Bubsy game. Bubsy, pause on fire. No. Yeah. yeah oh, for Nintendo Switch. Because I think the Bubsy I played was, like, close encounter like god what the fuck was it called like it had a crazy and he was such a smart ass in the game it was amazing yeah. he was like the deadpool of fucking bobcats yeah it was bubsy uh uh claws encounter of the claws. fur kind yes oh man <laughs> oh yeah, yeah there were several other games i didn't realize there were this many games there were claws encounter of the furred kind bubsy 2 Bubsy and Fractured Furry Tales, Bubsy is 3D and Forbidden Planet, Bubsy the the Woolies Strike Back. Jesus. And then the new Bubsy Pause on Fire, which is coming soon. I only played the first one. I didn't know there was any of these other ones, but Yeah, yeah. I didn't either. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, Pushover and Bubsy if you guys want to play some offbeat games. There you go. I don't know if you can find them on the Raspberry or whatever the hell. That, that thing is that people are downloading into their computers to play all these games. But yeah, I, I recommend those games. Oh, Raspberry Pi. Yeah, the Raspberry Pi. Yeah. You could probably, I mean, I have kind of hacked or modded the, the NES Classic and the SNES Classic minis that I have um, that they came out with. And you can, they come with like 30 games or whatever. But you okay. can, I mean, add the, um, you can add, I mean, ROMs to it. Um, through some programs, okay. and I added like 400 games to my SN or my NES Classic Mini. Yeah, 
and I've added about a hundred games to my SNES. So oh, I shit, but I did not add a Bubsy game. So I'm gonna get have on to that man. I'm gonna have to get on that. Please tell me Turtles in Time is on there. Oh yeah, fuck yes. yeah, God, yeah, that game was awesome, man. Yeah, I that was that one was a game changer. I mean, the original. I mean, of course, the original TMNT for NES. Yeah. That was hard as shit game. That was really impossible almost. Yeah, I mean those underwater levels. I mean it to me um it, it rivals like Battletoads. Yeah, oh, totally. And how, and how fucking hard that game was. Um I but and then TMNT2, the arcade game for NES. Okay. And then um there was a third one on NES. What was that? Um shoot Turtles take man turtles in Manhattan. Oh, turtles take Manhattan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There was that third game, but I think for me the Team NT two the arcade game on the NES was a real game changer, and then when it came later to Turtles in Time, man, that that game. Yeah, I could I, play that game all day every day. I was first introduced to that at the at the arcade. Oh yeah. And then when I found out it was for Super Nintendo, I'm like, dude, that thing. And I was able, to, I was just able to find it because I have, I have my original SNES that I got for Christmas way back in what '92. I still got that at my house. Nice. And I sold like I think way back in the day, like someone did a Purple Heart or Goodwill type thing, and that got that was a casualty when I was in home. Oh, I was no. just finally able to find that on eBay, and man, dude, like. The surfing, the surfing levels, like when you're in the sewer and then when you're on like those hoverboards in the future or whatever and the fucking train. I just remember fighting Slash and thinking this, how am I going to beat this guy? <laughs> that yeah, that, that that game was tremendous. I And yeah, I mean, I was introduced to I me mean, like, I mean, of course, you're like talking arcade. You're talking like the TMNT games and the arcade and yeah. even... Um, but yeah, I mean the Turtles in Time game, man. I, man, I kind of want to play it right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. All right. So, since we talked about swearing, okay. this is the this is the third question, and this has oh, come man. up before. Okay. What What is your favorite curse word or insult? Right now, currently, right now, I love calling people stupid pieces of shit. <laughs> I just love like I don't know like just a you just you know you stupid piece of shit like it's really you know because you're kind of just used to like oh you motherfucker but like you know you call somebody a stupid piece of shit sometimes they're just not ready for that oh yeah there like, yeah what it's a, it's a different one because you don't hear it very often no no yeah yeah I just you know like oh what a stupid piece of shit like my and I got like all my coworkers saying it because I don't know if you know this about teachers but man. 2.30, when those kids are gone, oh, oh man, do the, cur- <laughs> Oof. do the curse words flow. Start talking like sailors. Dude, dude, you better fucking believe it. I mean, obviously, I don't know, man. There's just something about, like, dropping, and I'm like, I'm going to censor myself. Sometimes there's just dropping the C word when it just feels like. Oh, uh, like, a, well, a well-placed C word. I mean, well, that does wonders i mean it feels good and it and it, if you can really use it when it when it really means something it's it's a it's a great feeling yeah yeah 
Yeah, man. I oof, oof. I don't want people to hate me, but I, in the midst of one of my personal demons, I may have combined two words, one being the C word, to make a whole new cuss word that I don't even know if I even want to debut here. But oh, that, that, oh yeah. see now, now you said that you have to debut it. Oh. No, that's up to you. But I mean, you need to debut that. Ah, uh, man. Like, like. <sighs> And it's combined with another word that is very impolitically, like, it's not politically correct, so I probably shouldn't. I, I It was said in the heat of the moment. My friend loved it, and I was like, oh, man, dude. And it's only been, it's only reserved for one person in the most, okay, the most difficult of times. I, I won't press you on that. I understand. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I can tell you off air, I just want people to hate me, like, get offended. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, offense is one of those things. I, I mean, how do you, I mean, if it's not directed at anybody, how are you offended? I mean, if you're not directing it specifically at anybody, if you're just talking about words, I mean, words are, words have whatever meanings we ascribe to them. I mean, that's why I think like, fuck, I mean, I don't really see it as a bad word, a quote unquote bad word, but. Nah, that's yeah. another, that's that's another thing you can tell me later <laughs> okay yeah yeah i mean here here i'm gonna send it to you right now and you tell me you tell me if that's too if, if, you tell me if that's too rough uh well yeah okay yeah yeah <laughs> i i agree yeah, yeah. thank you <laughs> i i do agree yeah it, it's probably that last part of it is it, why i agree <laughs> absolutely i i regretted saying it like like when I said it, but yeah, sometimes it just gets busted out when, I, I when this person gets very, very transgressional. I understand. Yeah. All right. Switching topics. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I'm sure I'm going to get a couple messages like, ooh, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you, and this is, I mean, it's a good question, I guess. I mean, if you could set up a huge banner anywhere you wanted huge and you banner. could put anything on it that you wanted Fuck. what would you put on it and where would you put it <laughs> can be anything anywhere any place anything mm. man i okay honestly i, I put a banner up at my school Okay. And it would say, man, it would say, it would say, be a fucking parent. Oh, I like that. It would say, be a fucking parent and let them be kids. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine what you see day in and day out. And I mean, it's, it's across the board for, for every teacher out there now. You're hearing so many horror stories and it's just, it's just, man, like, you know, sitting here talking about our childhoods and, you know, like fucking going through our fandoms and all that, like in six, I said this a couple times, my biggest fear was my biggest concern was, you know, are the Ninja Turtles going to beat Shredder? Like, are they going to fucking get out of the Technodrome on Saturday morning? <laughs> you know, and we got kids today that five and six that their 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 fear is are they going to eat? Like, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer. Are they going to be able to 
are they going to be able to make it home? Like, like, are they going to be able to, to, you know, to have a safe meal? Are they going to be able, you know, like, it's just shit like that. And I mean, we just got parents that are kids themselves that want nothing to do with the kids. It was fun making the kids, but it's not fun raising the kids. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love this perspective. I mean, it's a great perspective and it's a, those are great answers because those are real worries. I mean, those are worries that people have kids have to deal with today. I mean, sure. People and kids back in the day, back in our day when we were kids, I mean, people had to worry about that, but it just seems like it's, there's a whole other set of worries to these days. And, um, especially like with food and lunch and like school lunches. And I mean, when's the next time that this kid's going to get another meal and that school lunch might be their only meal of the day. I mean, and just worrying about things like that. And, and then, and then the whole, I mean, you know, the, the times that we live in with school shootings and all of that, that's a whole Mm -hmm. other thing. I mean, um, but yeah, I, I like that answer of, uh, where you would put that, that sign and, and what it would say. Yeah. Yeah. That's me getting deep there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, that's what that question's for. It could be something really dumb or, I mean, it could be as something as, as stupid that I was just thinking. I would, I mean, if you're going the stupid route, I would put a sign in front of the White House that said, fuck you. I mean. Yes. I mean, things like that. I mean, I, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You have little hands, asshole. Like, yeah. (laughs) Tiny hands, tiny hands. Or you were the worst part of Home Alone 2. Oh, man. (laughs) That that is a good insult right there. That is a good one. All right. Question five. You are reincarnated as an animal. Oof. What would it be? You know, I'm going to say the honey badger because I just want to be something that doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I I like that too. Yeah, I I and I love the look of honey badgers too. Dude, dude like I mean, like thank God for that video, right? I mean, you've seen that oh, video. Oh yeah. Right? Of course. Like, Cause I remember watching that video and just thinking it was funny. And then I watched it again, like, dude, is, is is this fucking true? And then I just remember doing so much research on the honey badger. I'm like, dude, I fucking love this animal. <laughs> like they are tenacious as fuck. Oh yeah. Like yeah, like, they are a ferocious animal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and of course, I mean, second choice is a sloth. Oh man, if I, I'm already a sloth as it is. So yeah, but dude, like. You can get away with it when you're a sloth. <laughs> yeah, I just, I wish, I I would be like just some sort of weird bird. Yeah? Yeah, just so oh. I can fly everywhere. Dude, okay, the Jesus Christ lizard. That would be another one. Jesus what the Christ. fuck is it, the, the real name? But these lizards, they're, they're fucking tiny. And they run across, like they can literally run on water. Oh, running on water? Yeah. Um the fuck what are those uh, is it the monolith uh, oh it's a the common a basilisk basilisk yes those things are uh, fucking awesome man and i think randall 
I think the guy that did the voice of the of, for the Honey Badger video, I think he does the Jesus Christ Lizard uh, video. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that's what it was called. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I fuck like, nature's neat, man. Just these fucking animals. I mean, it's just amazing to me. I mean, just, the, I mean, the variety and species and, um, just the natural variety that exists and in and, and the fact that we only know and only have seen just a minuscule amount of what has ever existed in the animal world yeah well like the thing that terrifies like dude i don't think there's anything that terrifies me more than the fucking ocean because oh, there's just man. some things down there that we have no fucking idea that even exist that will just terror you just haunt haunt nightmares until the day i die yeah, I've seen Aquaman, man. I don't want to. I don't want to revisit that. I've the seen movie, Finding Nemo, <laughs> the the movie or the the actual ocean. But, I haven't uh, seen it yet. Like, are are you not a fan of? Uh, oh, are you not a fan of Aquaman. I liked it for okay. what it was. I mean, I think it gets a bad rap. I mean, some people hated it, and I think a lot of those people are I mean more just the quote-unquote DC hater type person, but it's not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination, but... But it's not Suicide Squad. No, it's not Suicide Squad at all. Um, It has a lot of redeeming qualities, and it has a lot of crappy, non-redeeming shit that happens (laughs) as well. Um, And I'll still never... The worst part of the movie is... And I've I've railed on this in the past in, in various shows and things um pitbull the stupid ass singer musician guy from mr worldwide yeah exactly um he covered toto's africa and did a little version of that remixed it and did his own little version and called it something else i i heard that and it was terrible why didn't they use weezer's cover I don't think Weezer had come out with their cover yet. No, because that, that that whole cover album from Weezer was pretty fucking cool. See, see, I'm one of I'm one of those people. I didn't really like that album that much. No, like like I liked when they took the risk. Like, oh yeah, you got them doing no scrubs. I oh yeah, that. yeah. I, I mean, their version. Of, I think Paranoid was on there from Black Sabbath, and uh, yeah, um, of course Africa, and what else was on there? Shit. Um, I just remembered, I'm just remembering Paranoid, and I did not like their version of Paranoid for some reason. A Take On Me was on there, I think. Yeah, oh, um, shit, they did Billie Jean, and then they also did Everybody Wants to Rule the World, which I enjoyed. Yeah, now that, that version of that song, because that's one of my favorite songs. Me too, um, Tears for Fears all day. Yes, yeah, exactly. And it's one of my, I think, I think it's one of the, the best songs of that era. Um, and most underrated too. And I think they did a real, they did a good job on that song. Yeah, that was like, that was my dad's all time favorite song. So like when we're driving to the, to the football practice, that would come on and he blasted and shit like that. So, like, I'm sitting there watching fucking Ready Player One, and all of a sudden this song that I haven't heard, like, in a couple years starts playing in the theater. Like, oh, God, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they they used that Pitbull version of Africa, and it was, I mean, completely shit. And uh, I'll never forgive him for that. And But, yeah, that, that made... Burn it, hell, Pitbull. 
Exactly. Burn in hell. All right. On the TV shows. Oh, shit. Name your favorite TV show theme song, and why is it your favorite? My favorite TV show theme song. That one's that one's very easy. Yeah? That one is, yeah. Uh, it has no lyrics. Does that count? Oh, yeah. Anything okay. could be. Parks and Rec theme. Oh, okay. It is purely sentimental. Well, I mean, it's an amazing fucking, you know, it's a catchy little tune, kind of sets the whole stage for the show. Like, it's perky, it's upbeat, it's, you know, sometimes it makes you want to throw up because it's just so perfect, like Leslie Nope, but um, <laughs> we, uh, we just had Hazel. We just got her home from the hospital, and, you know, she was a baby. She was up at night. And I just remember like seeing what was on Netflix and oh here's the show Parks and Rec like gonna put it on and you know just become one of my all time favorite shows and I just remember changing diapers at three o'clock in the morning you know getting her first smile you know all that stuff clean up puke just experiencing the 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 ups and the downs of being a very tired dad for the first time and just loving every minute of it. And I hear that song and I just see that little smiling face with those little blue eyes. <laughs> yeah. That's I, I like that. I like that pick. Um, Cause it's not something I would have, I would have even thought about. Okay. Um, mine. I, I waffle between my, my all time favorite theme song is remember perfect strangers. Yes. TV show with yes. uh, Larry and Balky. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that theme song is probably my favorite with okay. lyric with lyrics. Um, I don't know, just something about that theme song. And I love that show. Absolutely love the show. Um, and then probably without lyrics, remember the the TV show Airwolf with that helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it ran in the mid '80s, mid to late '80s. Um, okay. About that that military hel- helicopter, codename Airwolf. Um, uh, that theme song and the score to the the entire series is great. I mean, synthesizer based and everything. But um, the that theme song is one of is is my favorite instrumental theme song. It's just such. I mean, different. It's so different that it, it's instantly takes me back to watching Airwolf in, in the in the late 80s. Nice. Nice. I mean, I, I do enjoy Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah. See, see, there's so many that you could consider. There, I, there really is. So you watched a lot of Saved by the Bell? Oh, yeah, dude. Kelly Kapowski was my first oh, crush, man. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, I... I still, I mean, I still watch it to this day. <laughs> I remember, like, I remember when I was like eight and seeing her do the like the weather report, like in a swimsuit, and then being really disappointed when I watched the weather that night on the local news. And be like, this isn't, this <laughs> isn't the same. Fuck you, Mark Baden. <laughs> I still think. I mean, I every once in a while I'll pull it up on um, uh, Hulu and watch watch nice. episodes um, because they. They have the entire series, and I believe they have like the college years and those other versions of it as well. Yeah, yeah, man. I oh man, dude, that was. Yeah, those the good old days, right and there. And I guess kind of ruined now with that whole uh, Zach Morris is trash little series they have on. 
I, I love <laughs> I, that, though. That thing is amazing because you're like, oh, shit, dude. He really is a piece of He's shit. He's such a shitty character. <laughs> the guy <laughs> that does the narration is the best. Yes. Uh, I, uh, I would... I wish I had that idea. <laughs> Just <And> then, <laughs> go through and rip on a character like that. And I mean, yeah, I mean, he is a shitty character, shitty person. <laughs> and we never see her again because she probably fucking killed herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> yeah, I was watching that downstairs one day, and Hayden, kid, comes downstairs, and uh-huh. he's like, What are you watching? And then, and then the the song plays that little that little jingle, and he starts singing it left and right. Has no idea what the 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 TV show was, and he just Zach Morris is trash. And oh man, it, it was it was amazing. <laughs> the, that's almost becoming ever even better theme song than Saved by the Bell. Like, oh yeah, just Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See, that's another topic. I could talk about Saved by the Bell all day long as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, Just man. Like, episode the fucking sweaters. By episode. <laughs> His sweaters are the fucking best, man. That... What what I loved, yeah, is that the, the sweaters, but then also um, uh, his little cell phone. Oh, the little, the yeah. Yeah, the, little. the humongous thing that he carried around with him. Um. One thing, one thing about Saved by the Bell that I'm not even proud proud to say is, um, I I live in Milwaukee. I live in Milwaukee, like I said before, but um, Dustin Diamond is also from around here. Oh, and really? When I I managed uh I managed a Greek restaurant for about ten years before I got into teaching, and I did the I did the graveyard shift. And probably twice a week, Dustin Diamond would come in drunk as a skunk with his you know, <laughs> He was such a piece of shit. Yeah, that's everything what I was that's say. happened. Everything that's happened to this dude, like I'm sorry to say, he's he's really he's really kind of brought on himself. Like he just, I remember we've had to ask him leave a couple times. He was just so fucking rude to to guests and employees. It was just like, dude, you were fucking screech, man. Eat your <laughs> Eat your Denver omelet and shut the fuck up. Like, honestly, <laughs> leave a 15% tip and get the fuck out. <laughs> Screech, man. What an asshole. Hey, piece of shit. There we go. Screech, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Screech, All right. the piece of shit. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> How? <laughs> Can't even Uh-oh. stop laughing now. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. How would you survive a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> How would I survive a zombie apocalypse? Would, would you survive a zombie apocalypse? Would I? They, Fuck no. And, oh, okay. No. Well, that's the answer to the question right there. <laughs> no, I would be dead right away. I'm so stupid, man. I'd die right away. See, I, the one thing I've never understood about the zombie apocalypse stuff is just hold, just hold yourself up into your house or a room. I mean, just like I don't I have would, enough provisions, though, man. I would, I, but I would hold myself up into a room for a while. Okay, at least for a while. I mean, water. Yeah, totally. I mean, some sort of pair. I mean, food that you could eat without i mean heating up or i mean anything like that and 
and just hold yourself up in your room, get a gun, and just stay there for 10 days, 15 days. <laughs> and it's kind of like Simon Pegg's character in uh, Shaun of the Dead. Okay, yeah. What he would say was kind of like, he's just going to enjoy him, enjoy his pint or whatever and just and just wait until it all blows over, or whatever that quote is. And yeah. um, I... I I don't think it would be that difficult to actually to actually survive. Yeah, that's that's true, but I'd probably like I don't know, man. I, I would just do I would do something. I would make a fatal mistake somehow. <laughs> I just know I, I know my MO and I would just do I would die the dumbest way you could possibly die somehow in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> be like and, killed and... by a parakeet or something. <laughs> A zombie parakeet. A zombie awesome. parakeet. I was trying to steal somebody's Jameson, and a fucking parakeet got me. <laughs> Pecked to death. Yeah, the, the quote from Shaun of the Dead is, let's go to the Winchester, have a nice cold pint, and wait for this to all blow over. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I would just try to find like the tallest building and just go there. Yeah. Like in Milwaukee and just chill. Bring a lawn chair and some fucking Doritos. <laughs> Doritos. Doritos. Cooler Ranch, too. Absolutely. Which actually fits a question I have. Okay. Because I I have a question. Um, what is the strangest food combination that you eat? And I will preface this with, as an example, I like to eat nacho cheese Doritos mixed with cottage cheese. Oh, okay. So a Doritos... Damn thing um so what would be the strangest food combination that you eat currently or have ever eaten regularly damn dude i can't even oh sometimes i eat some weird shit man um i can't even think i mean uh this one's tough (laughs) This one is really fucking, you know, sometimes I do enjoy putting Kit Kat on a pizza. What? <laughs> yeah, I have, I have, I have put a, I have put, I mean, not just Kit Kat. Sometimes I'll put like a Kit Kat or Reese's peanut butter cup, like on a cheese and a pepperoni and sausage pizza. Get a little bit of sweet and salty right there. Interesting. I mean, that like takes the whole pineapple on pizza and just like throws it off throws it away and you're going all the way to peanut butter cups and kit cats absolutely Mm. maybe some maybe some twizzler nibs yeah oh god yeah i mean i uh, yeah huh yeah say another one of mine um i eat onions on everything okay which is probably bad for my family because they have to smell me. <laughs> smell that shit. But <laughs> and, at least it's and, not onions laced in garlic. Oh shit. Oh man, garlic's a whole other thing too. Man, I love <laughs> I love me some. The recipe calls for two or three cloves of garlic. Yeah, I'm putting in about fifteen. Oh yeah, right, right. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> but, the whole like bushel or the fuck that thing is called. Like my friends, like it says one. Yeah, fuck that thing. This is one. This is one fucking one whole <laughs> one whole. Like, what do you call a whole garlic? Like, like 
you know, like with all the clothes, like what do you call that thing? Uh, I always call it like a bulb, but I don't know. A what bulb, it okay, like a bulb, or like I think we would say head or something, like a whole maybe. Head of garlic. Uh, it is a head of garlic. Okay. Yeah, one head garlic, one head of garlic. And a clove is the segment of the head. So. Yeah, oh, I kind of mince it, like man. I eat I eat onions on everything, so. Like, I'll dice up onions and put them on my mashed potatoes. Okay. Which, I mean, a lot of people kind of, like, frown at that. But I I am a fan of raw onion on, like, mashed potatoes. I think it's the best. That Yeah, I mean, hey, I can't, I can't knock anybody. I put candy on my pizza, man. Everyone's got their own thing, man. Food, food, is, food is just like comedy. It's so subjective. Yeah, I have a a lot of bad food opinions. <laughs> See, like like mine are completely texture related. I have such a texture thing with food. Yeah, that, there's one texture that I can't eat. Okay. And it's coconut. Okay, I see that. Yeah, I, yeah, I just finally started trying. Ugh. See, I can't do beans, man. Like especially refried or like fucking ugh. Oh, just refried like, beans, really? Just like the paste? I mean... I can't do the paste. Look at that thing, man. Oof, I don't know where like, that comes from. Looks like cat food to me. It does, but, you know, like kidney beans? Like, it looks like they should be crunchy and they're fucking soft. Ugh, what is that? <laughs> what is that so, deception? So you don't eat baked beans? You don't eat, no. like, like ham and beans? No, Cornbread? No. no, wow. Ham no. and beans, man. A little ham and beans, some cornbread, a little onion... I'll do the ham and cornbread any day. <laughs> Just leave yeah. that bean shit out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this actually goes into the next question here. Okay. I'm going to rearrange these questions because I can do what I want. Fuck um, yeah. <laughs> you can make a sandwich out of anything. What ingredients do you use? Man, dude. Okay. Bacon. Obviously, oh, um, man. A wise choice. We're gonna get some. We're we're gonna get some multiple cheeses up in here. We're gonna get some Havarati dill. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do some Munster. I don't care if it stinks. I fucking love Munster. Oh, Munster cheese is great, dude. Man, it gets so fucking creamy. Uh, Gouda. Ooh. Yeah, uh, you know, give me give me some Colby Jack. That is, that is a lot of cheese. Um, you know, like I'm I'm gonna need some potato chips in there. For sure. Yeah. I need to give it some crunch on there. Uh, man, dude, you're gonna have to give me. Dude, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need some black forest ham. Mmm, man, tasty. Some, some sliced chicken. This is a big sandwich. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. Definitely, definitely some uh, hard salami. Oh. Uh, and then, seem... man, the hardest part for me is the bread. Okay. Cause like bread, bread is the unsung hero of a fucking sandwich. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's the base of a sandwich. It's it's, it's like a. I always I had to give a speech in before, I mean like in public speaking class in college or whatever, and I used. I I talked about, basically the formation of a sandwich. Okay. And I talked about that for thirty minutes, Dude, about uh, how you assemble a sandwich. Did everybody just run out of there afterwards and like go to the nearest cousins or subway after that? Like, dude, everybody was hungry. And I I mean, I likened 
the bread to like the foundation of a house. Huh. Because it that is exactly what it is. The bread is what everything else is built upon. Exactly. So it is important. Man, like like okay, like I do love sourdough. Love sourdough, but like I've been really on on a kick. There's like this Pepperidge Farm type of bread that's called butter. Hmm. And it's just like butter, butter bread. It's fucking amazing, man. Especially you put some jelly on that shit. Like, oh my god, dude. You know, also unsung hero, a fucking breakfast sandwich, but put that shit on a bagel, man. Get some fucking mayonnaise, dude. Melt some of that Havarati dill. Throw oh. some fucking scrambled eggs, Canadian bacon, some See, fucking... now, now man, you're, speak, you're speaking my language now, man. Oh, Dude, man, you toss you toss a little bit of cream cheese on there. Oh, man, dude, you're in fucking heaven, man. You, <laughs> you get some hollandaise sauce to dip it into? Shit. <laughs> that is perfect. Awesome. That's perfect. I, I, I have been eating hell out of roast beef... And roast beef, so roast beef, a little habanero Monterey Jack. Ooh, ooh. Give, habanero give Monterey Jack. Yeah, give it a little kick. But then add a, a dab of horseradish sauce. Ooh. Even more of a kick. And then a little pickle on the side and on a, on a, um, what the hell kind of bread was that? Was it what brioche? Yes, it was. Brioche is brioche is a fucking great thing. Yes, and it is a great thing. It, the I mean, just eating the hell out of that lately. Oh man, that sounds that sounds amazing. My mind was blown the other day. I don't know what the fuck. It, I it had to have been something I was watching, but like I finally found out what the fuck club sandwich means. Oh yeah. It means and what, do, chi- what does it mean? Like from what I was for, from whatever I was watching, it's chicken and lettuce under bacon. Chicken and lettuce under bacon. That's where you get the C L U B. Chicken lettuce under bacon. Huh. I uh, did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that at all. I always just thought it was um I mean I didn't know it actually had. I thought it was like a clubhouse sandwich or something. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't know that actually made or had a a meaning to it. It was like it was like an actual acronym or something. That huh. that is pretty amazing. See, now that's a piece of trivia. I'm going to say I'm going to steal that and I'm going to tell everybody now. You do that. You know. Yeah. You know what I fucking saw that on. What I saw that on that fucking um. Dude, that behind-the-scenes documentary of the final season of Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah, one of the, like, they followed this extra that's been on every season. And, like, he was all happy. He's like, dude, I just got a club sandwich. Like, it stands <laughs> for chicken lettuce under bacon. I'm like, whoa! I My mind is kind of blown right now. Right? Yes. Wow. I yeah, yeah. I crazy? I am kind of I am never at a loss for words and now I am right that, that that's just <laughs> like wow that is pretty amazing I am I'm at a loss for words and I'm extremely hungry 
Dude, I'm kind of at a loss for words because I'm going <laughs> to send you something. I just got this message from my friend. And she's watching Adam's family, and you got to see these credits. I know we're I I know we're on air, but dude, you you got like I I am kind of blown away right now. Oh okay. Just sent it. Ha! <laughs> it says wow. Paul Hart. It does say Paul Hart. Hey, you're in the Adam's family movie. I'm in the Adam's <laughs> family movie, man. <laughs> That is pretty fucking cool right there. This is a great icebreaker when I finally meet, when I finally meet Christina Ricci. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that that's pretty cool. I wish everybody could see this. That would be cool. But yeah, that's that's really neat. I yeah. I would like I'd be setting that like as my my profile picture. Dude, or... it, it, it's going fucking on there. <laughs> it, 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 it's going on there right now. <laughs> All right, next question. Absolutely. You can press a button that will make anyone on the earth explode. <laughs> Who would you blow up? Oh, man. And I will preface this with saying we are not advocating murder, FBI, or or CIA, or ATF, or whoever the hell's listening to this. This is all a hypothetical. It's all, it's all hypothetical. Maybe man. kind of... Almost. Oh, shit, man. Oof, this is... This is tough. It's tough just because it's hard to think of anybody. Like, I mean, I can sit here and I can talk shit. But at the end of the day, I mean, I really don't, like... I know some people are like, oh, you know, he might say his ex-wife. God, no, I never want, you know... No. I would never want the muller of my kids, like... Yeah. No way, man, like... I can be mad, but like I'll still always love her, and you know the way my kids feel about her. Fuck that, you know. Um, shit, dude. Like, but man, it's like, like, does it have to be somebody? I mean, obviously, somebody living, I guess. But dude, yeah, I mean, it would. It has to. It would have to be somebody living. Shit, dude. Because you gotta, you gotta, they gotta be living so you could explode them. I mean, I guess like I would. I mean, I guess I'd want to find anybody that's ever like. Someone that just has done terrible stuff to like kids. Okay, good and choice. Ju- and just be like, maybe blow their dick off first, <laughs> and then let them walk around for a couple days, and then blow them up. Just like someone that you know, just just someone that just doesn't contribute. That just not only doesn't contribute to society, but just I mean, is is just a pure evil. Like you know, anyone that. Just the, the worst of the worst as someone that abuses kids and and just, you know, shit like that or, or you know, the elderly. Just someone that's say or like, you know, someone that's just completely taking advantage of, of, you know, innocent people that may not have the means to defend themselves. Yeah, I, I like your answer because you're taking the adult way of, of looking at this. <laughs> yeah, just... I. I have two answers to this. Okay. One is fucking telemarketers. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah and totally. People, and people who spoof telephone numbers and call and try to scam other people. Yeah. And then the second choice is Adam Levine of Maroon 5. Yeah, I changed my answer to him, too. <laughs> I hate that fucking dude. That Mueller fucker, he knows, I mean, he does know some, I mean, dude, he he knows how to dress like a couch, though. 
that fucking shirt at the Super Bowl, man. I was like, dude, that's my fucking throw pillow. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, and that, that Super Bowl show, I'll just keep, I'll rant on that forever. Terrible you know, shit. Okay, okay. The fucking, what the fuck is the caretaker guy for Stan Lee that just got convicted? That was being a piece of shit, dude. Blow his ass up. Yeah, I think, okay. I think we can both agree. Let's blow him up. What is his name? I don't even what know his name. the fuck was that piece of shit? You know what? He doesn't even deserve to get his name said. Yep, fuck exactly that right. Guy. Fuck, fuck him. that guy. Fuck that fuck dude. Fuck with Stan the man, dude. <laughs> Spit on your I, grave. I hope this dude has to walk around in damp socks for the rest of his life. Yes. It's a terrible, yes, that's a terrible. terrible feeling. Or I hope he has to eat it chipotle for the rest of his life and suffer the effects of salmonella and E. coli. Mm. Or I hope he steps on attack and gets tetanus. Dude, that's that that that's a good one. Or maybe we just put him like in a fucking home alone house, like on repeat. <laughs> Groundhog Day and Home Alone. Dude, we got a we got a movie right there, Kevin. <laughs> we got a movie right there. I like that idea. I wonder if that's ever been done. I mean, if it's ever been done, it wasn't done well because I'd never no. heard of it. No, it was not. Huh. We are getting Rambo in a Home Alone house. Yeah. That... To Old Town Road or <laughs> oh man, that's I see people hating on that song. I love that song. I think it's amazing. It is amazing, but working at inner city school, I've heard that song. Probably conservative, conservative, conservative estimate. I've heard that song probably at least a Googleplex. <laughs> That's but something like, no one ever breaks out. <laughs> The, like, like I'm getting sick of people like, oh, man, this is the first time rap and country I've ever fucking... Dude, N- Nelly and Tim McGraw were there first, man. Oh, I don't yeah. know if they're the first to ever do it, but they were, I mean, over and over, dude. That, now, that's a song I can't get sick of. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I've never been a big fan, but I, I enjoy Old Town Road, and most people don't seem to. Um... I I actually listened to it. My kid loves that song. Okay. And I, we listened to it in a, on a 15-minute trip the other day mm-hmm. in the car. We listened to the song like six straight times. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, like, I loved it when it first came out, but hearing it like just over and over and over because I work at a summer school in the summer too and that's all they're singing and playing it's like we're getting ready for our talent show at the end of August and you know we we um the summer school I teach at it's like a it's almost like a day camp thing but I'm with the I'm in the penguin room and what that is that's the three and four year olds but we we literally we we go we literally have we cover all ages up to 18. So we have like rooms that have just infants and rooms that have one and two year olds. Okay. Three and four and then five to seven, eight to eight to uh, 10, then 10 to 12 and then 13 to 18. And um, what they got to do is they have to find an adult to help like 
to be their quote unquote coach for the talent show, which is pretty much like you just watch them perform. Like you go and you kind of supervise them like in a part of the school. So, you know, they're not fucking around and breaking shit. <laughs> and I got like six groups that have asked me to be their mentor. And all six of them are doing a different version of this fucking song. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. Yeah, it's great guys. See, that's why, that's why I love it though. I mean, because it's, I mean, kids have latched onto that song. Yes, yes, you are, yes. And that's why I love it. I mean, it's not a song for us. It's not a song for adults. I mean, it, it really isn't. I mean, it's a song for kids. And, I mean, that's okay that things aren't meant for me. But I actually enjoy it a lot. So, and I I think, because you, you had said something about, like, the first, whoever had done it first. I'm going to go back to... Kid Rock back in 98, I think it was. Okay. That was kind of the first, I think. I mean, at least the that's what I put it as. Uh, first, like, country rap. I mean, Cowboy. Cowboy is such a good song. Maybe from Devil Without a Cause, 98. Devil Without a Cause, man, dude. I just remember my parents hating me for having that. They didn't even hear it. They just saw the middle finger on the CD. <laughs> I loved... I love that. I still love that album. Um, before Kid Rock went crazy, and I mean, whatever he does these days, but I uh, he I love that album so much. Um, oh, man, just it, it's I mean, Ba Wada Ba, Cowboy, I Am the Bull God. Um, I think there was a Wasting Time song. Oh yeah, you know I gotta say I I love History of Rock. I love that album, the, oh. you know, the the Prodigal Son and Three Sheets to the Wind. Oh, yeah. Man, he put out some good shit before he kind of turned wacky. Yeah, these days he's he's a little odd, but um, at least I call him a little odd. But <laughs> Yeah, he's a little fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> a little nutbag. But, yeah, I mean, that 98 album, Devil Without a Cause, uh, Cocky, that came out a few years later. I liked a few songs off that. I mean, I think there was Forever and Cocky and that Lonely Road of Faith song. That Because this was the, I mean, I was in college at this point in time. And I, I was a DJ on the radio station. And I had my own show. And people would call in and request Kid Rock all the time. Because this is, I mean, only... You were a guy. disc jockey? Oh yeah, I, I had my own. That's fucking awesome, man. I had on the college radio show. I had my own rock show, and um, just played whatever music I felt like playing. Um, I played a lot of, I mean, a lot of seventies rock and eighties hair metal and that sort yeah. of thing. But I mean, I'd get, and it was the late shift too. I'd be, I'd be like on at ten p.m. to like one a.m. or two a.m. on certain days. So you were yeah. like Hot Donna from that 70s show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'd get calls all the time from the um, – because the, the school is in Johnson County, Indiana, and I would get calls from the Johnson County jail all the time requesting songs, and they would call collect. Really? And from the – wow. From the, from the jail, they would call collect. And basically <laughs> in the section where you're supposed to let, say your name – yeah, they would they would request a song. Oh, that's 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 crazy. And you, that's, that's kind of fucking cool. Yeah, you'd have all sorts of 
you'd have all sorts of requests. I mean, I I remember I had a couple of Black Sabbath, like Planet Caravan was requested once. Uh, Kid Rock's uh, Lonely Road of Faith was cr- requested. But like, I mean, no shit. Every show, there was probably one or two requests from the Johnson County, Indiana Jail. Dude, that's, I don't know if you should be proud or fucking. <laughs> hey, I, I thought it was fucking cool. I that, mean... that is cool, man. Please tell me one of these guys requested, like, wannabe from Spice Girls. That would just been amazing. Uh, no. In May that... 227 request wannabe by the Spice Girls? <laughs> like, fuck you. No, I'm not playing that, even though I love <laughs> I I love that song, though. I am a, I am a Spice Girls fan, so. Dude, man, like, tonight is the night when two become one. I fucking love that song. There's, there's, say you'll be there, mm-hmm. it is one of my, is my favorite Spice Girls song. <laughs> nice, Ed. We need some love like we never needed love before. Want to make love to you, baby? <laughs> Fuck yeah, man! Fuck yeah! I, I, love, I mean, if they actually came around here, I would go see them in a heartbeat. I mean, okay. since they're somewhat back together, with the exception of Posh, I don't think Posh Spice is to get with them. I mean. I Victoria think she's Beckham? coming back for the animated movie. Uh, if I read correctly, I mean she's, I mean she's she's destined to come back at some point with them. Yeah, because didn't they all get together for the London Olympics closing ceremony or opening I ceremony? I don't, I don't even know. Okay, but yeah, I that, that say you'll be there song, and then there's a song on that first um, album. Um, that Spice album. Um, what the hell was it called? I think it was uh, Who Do You Think You Are? I think that was the name of it. I'm just going off the top of my head. Yes. And I absolutely love that song, and it, I still have it on my phone. Nice. Yeah, man. Spice Girls were, like, yeah. They were pretty legit, man. Yeah, they were. That was, I I still listen to them to this day, so. Oh, yeah. All right. When you find yourself with 30 minutes of free time, because we all know we all get free time all the time. 100%. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Hard, these days, it's hard to find free time. <laughs> but, but when you find yourself with 30 minutes of free time, what do you do? I mean, lately, it's cleaning the house. But um, honestly, it's, it's fucking, uh, it's, it's, putting on, it's putting on the fucking iPod. Or, I mean, it's putting on the iPhone and just fucking hitting shuffle and, and taking a walk around the neighborhood or, or walking around like a couple miles, you know, just kind of clear the head and fucking just chill. Just take a walk through the park and just listen to some music. And what would you listen to when you're Man, on that walk? It, 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 dude, it depends. It honestly depends. Like it depends what, it depends what the mood is. You know, lately it's been a lot of Tom Petty. Oh man. It's Tom been a Petty. lot of Tom Petty. It's been a lot of REO because uh, REO is coming to Milwaukee August 1st. Yeah, they just, I think they just came through here. Yeah, man. My friend's sister bought bought us tickets. Um, man, uh, shit, dude. Like, I, I have Apple Music, so I fucking love, I love going on to like um, browse and just hitting genres and going to like rock. And just hitting like the what's new section and just hitting shuffle. Yep. Finding something. And if something's random. cool, you hit that little plus sign and uh 
what I've been doing at school, this is kind of off topic. What I've been doing at school is, um, with at the summer school is we just pick a genre and we make that our genre of the day. And we just kind of like learn about it a little bit. Like Monday was jazz. It was jazz day. And we just nice. had that play in like during free choice time. Um, Tuesday was Tuesday was Bollywood. Which was, uh. Yeah. Which was kind of like, it was kind of cool. Cause a lot of the kids are like, Ooh, this is Jasmine music. <laughs> you know, this is just jazz and music. Um, yeah. Yesterday was singer songwriter. Nice. And today was oldies parentheses nineteen sixties. Ah. Yeah. Please, please tell me you have a metal day. A metal day. Oh, that's coming. We're we're gonna try to hit every genre. We're gonna try a, to hit every genre. And then a psychedelic rock day. Yeah, like 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 and uh, um. What's really cool is especially like like Bollywood, there really isn't a subgenre to it. There's more mm-hmm. like specific artists to listen to. But okay. like when you get into like metal and stuff like that, they definitely have the subgenres, you oh, know, like yeah. the hair and all that, like hundreds of subgenres. <laughs> yeah, and like jazz has tons of subgenres and all that stuff. Um You know, I also just like, man, dude, sometimes I just like uh this sounds crazy. Oh, man, I got rid of my wood burning stove, but like for thirty minutes, I would just love to fucking put some fire in and just watch that shit burn. Like it was just so therapeutic, and um, <laughs> you know, definitely reading some comic books lately has been has been a good way. Like if I if I get some free time or just it sound crazy, but also watching like fucking cooking cooking videos on youtube like the stoner's kitchen or shit like that oh man those are the best i mean cooking yeah. cooking shows on tv netflix hulu regular tv and any show like that on youtube i absolutely adore any cooking show yeah well i become a big fan of just trying to like like i'm sick of just going on like pinterest like when i want to cook my lady friend you know dinner i'm on pinterest like ooh you know romantic dinner like ooh i'm going to make fucking penne rosa pasta blah 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 here's the here's the fucking recipe like i like watching these videos that actually like kind of tell you like what what flavors and spices go together and what they can complement with so like you're kind of just going to the store now and like ooh i'm going to get some of this and like ooh this might pair well like it's becoming almost like an experiment like test kitchen in my house where i'm trying to do everything like sans recipe nice i i man i there are shows though on tv like i will find myself like watching chopped okay and those sort of like competition shows it is kind of like background. Like if I'm working from home, working remote or something, or or just around the house, I'll have like chopped and those sort of and I've picked up a lot of nice little little tips from those shows. I, I, For I sure. Really, I mean where you can just I mean I I I could watch basically I could watch those those sort of shows all day long and learn something every single episode so um yeah do you ever watch the um the uh series on um youtube the first we feast hot ones series no no i have not uh, it's a basically it's a it, it's a question i mean an interview of a celebrity or something um but they eat chicken wings and 
they are progressively each chicken wing has progressively hotter hot sauce. Oh, I've heard about this. I really want to watch this. You should you should watch it because I find I've I've cycled through every single and there are a lot of episodes on that. And I have cycled through every single episode. And the last one that I saw was Aubrey Plaza, who's in the new child's play uh, movie. And um, Dude, it's, I... it's an amazing series because it goes from just standard sauce to, I mean, blazing hot. And then in the final last dab is they like take actual capsaicin extract and dab it on there, basically. Oh, my God. And then all the while they're being interviewed and being asked questions and have to answer the questions. And the host is eating chicken wings alongside them. And they're just having a conversation and Fuck. answering questions and stuff. And it's a pretty neat concept, but it's been going on for years now. What's the name and of this? It's a first we feast. And then it, the, the actual series is called Hot Hot Ones. Oh man, I gotta watch that Aubrey Plaza one, dude. She is it's it's really good. She, I mean her her snark and her, and her sarcasm. Dude, I, mean, I love her amazing. so much. I love that. She she could do no wrong. <laughs> like well, like she could like she could come into my house right now with shit on the floor and like I could see it happen and she could tell me my son did it and I would fucking ground him. Like like that's just <laughs> that, that's that's just what would happen. Hey, if, if you haven't seen the new child's play, go see it or if okay. you get a chance to, because she does a she does a good job. I mean, she doesn't have a I mean, she's the mom in the in the new movie. I mean, and she, admittedly, she doesn't have a lot. Of, OK, I mean, it's not the main main role, but she does an excellent job. Awesome. So. Man. I fucking I mean, I I've I've grown to love her from from parks and rec but i i will mm-hmm. say i am not for the catwoman casting no 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 not give, at all give me darlin from baby driver Ooh, that's nice. that's who i want yep the no that going down that is a good casting right there yes that that is exact that's who i want i oh i love her too man all Dude, right, so. that movie, I you you gotta appreciate the soundtrack to that movie. But that Baby Driver, Fuck. that was my favorite movie of that year. Man, that I absolutely so loved that movie in seventeen. That was like my favorite movie of the year, or one of my. I mean, and I mean that soundtrack is just awesome. <laughs> and I, I am, uh. What the hell song was that by um, John Mayall? What the hell song was in that um, when they're driving? Um, At the beginning? Yeah, it's going to come to me here in a second. Bell Bottoms. Yeah, Bell Bell Bottoms. Yes. 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 Talk about one of the greatest intros to a movie of all time. Yes. And I, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, Bell Bottoms by John Spencer Blues Explosion. Um, I mean, they had, uh, I mean, there was some Dave Brubeck in there, some Commodores, some T-Rex, Beck. Um, there were all sorts of songs. And, Man. And my fa- but one of my favorite songs in there is um, by a band called Focus. Okay. It was Hocus Pocus by Focus. Oh. They're a, they're a, Focus is a progressive rock band from... Um, they're Dutch from the okay. Netherlands. Um, 
in this, if if anybody's listening to this, and if you haven't heard Focus's Hocus Pocus, go listen to the song. It's an amazing song. Hell <laughs> yeah, You man. will be better off in your life if you go listen to the song. <laughs> and if you hate the song, well, fuck you, number one. You're a fucking idiot. And <laughs> you're an idiot, number two. And... I'm sorry, you don't appreciate good music if it's if you don't like the song because it's an amazing song. Um, but no, all, all joking aside, it, it it's really good. It's one of my favorite songs from um, that uh, uh, that '70s era. It was released in the very, very, very early '70s. I think somewhere around like '71, '72, um, and it's a it's a really cool version because it actually includes yodeling in the song. Oh, that is an amazing song. There's yodeling, there's organs, there's accordions, there's a little bit of scat singing and flute whistling. There's all sorts of different things in that song. And um, it's just an amazing, amazing different type of different piece of music. Yeah. Um, That, Man, t- oh god, dude! Like I love, I love the fucking scene. I'm gonna get the name of the song wrong. It's the Harlem. I know they had that one stupid dance. Was that called the Harlem Shake? The Harlem Shuffle. The Harlem Shuffle. When when he's when he's walking down the street, listening to that song, <laughs> and and when they're saying certain parts in that song, and there's words that spell out. Like, like there's letters that spell out the words in that song that you see him subtly in the background as he's walking with the coffee. Oh yeah. It's fucking genius. Yeah. It's fucking genius, man. Edgar Wright is a goddamn poet. Yeah, I I that's like I said, that was one of my favorite movies of seventeen. I, I could watch that all the time. And yeah. that that music and uh even the um uh there was a Queen song in there, Simon and Garfunkel, Golden Earring from the 70s. Um, amazing soundtrack. So people, pick up the Baby Driver soundtrack if you haven't listened to it. Give it a listen. And watch it if you haven't seen it. Well, yeah. If you, if you haven't seen that movie, go watch it because it, it's great. Like, And I, I hate saying that. I mean, like everyone in that movie gives a killer performance. Like, I hate... You know, even Kevin Spacey's fucking amazing in that movie. I mean, he's a piece of shit now, but like fucking Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah. I mean, John Hamm, Jamie Foxx. Like, because I've always wanted John Hamm as Batman. That, yeah, that would be a great pick. And then I was thinking, like, dude, man, like, get, like, he's got such great chemistry with the fucking darling. Make her Catwoman. (laughs) That's, that's a good one. I like that. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Speaking of, since we're talking music. Okay. You can flip a switch and it will wipe a band or musical artist off the face of the earth. Oof. Who Oof. is your choice? Man. We're, we're talking killing again. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this is like Thanos snap stuff, decimation stuff. Thanos you, but, but it would only be to one band or musical artist. Oi, um, man, I like to give her, but I like to think that even the worst of the worst has a redeeming, like one redeeming song I could love. I mean, like, you know, Justin Bieber, I'm not a huge fan of him, but I'm sure if I looked enough into his 
Music, I definitely find something I like, but I gotta go with the guys that did the Macarena. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> that, that's a song I haven't really thought about for a while. <laughs> yeah, just like, like, like in getting, like in, in flipping the switch, like, like is it, is it out of our minds? Mm-hmm. Like, like, do we forget it existed? I think it never existed. All right, Macarena guy. See ya. It's kind of like Batman and Robin the movie. <laughs> it, never, it, it never existed. It didn't happen. That will always exist in my heart because Arnold Schwarzenegger is amazing. <laughs> Glow, everyone freeze. Superman like, four <laughs> didn't exist. Superman four. I hate Family Guy, but I fucking love that little scene when they're talking about. Oh, it's just like you know when they say like the actual name of a movie in the movie, and they're like you know like we're just a few good men. He's like, oh, and it's like. Now I have to become Superman for the quest for peace. And he's like, oh, so, so, so that's what that means. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Oh, man. And the people that did the Macarena were called Lost Del Rio. Lost Del Rio. Bye. I had, I had to look it up. So bye, guys. Bye, Lost Del Rio. You're gone. Bye, who, who do you got going bye-bye? Oh, I mean, the easy answer for me would be Maroon Five because I hate them. Yeah, they or yeah. Pitbull, or yeah. one of those. But maybe they um, could do like a collaboration together, and it's two birds with one stone. And, and I used to think like Taylor Swift or someone like that, but yeah. I've come around on her. Tay Tay, Tay Tay's got been, some good beats. I've listened. I, I'm actually going to do an episode on Taylor Swift. <laughs> I saw that. I saw it. And, and I have been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift over the past few days. And I did not know she had that many hits. Oh, yeah. She's. Man, I... it's like three or four hits minimum every single album she's released. And it's that she's had an album like every two or three years since like 2006. So yeah. she's 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 got some songs, man. And I I'm mean, a big fan she, of her latest songs, so Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, and without her we wouldn't have the rock singing Shake It Off. Like Exactly. Dude, come on. When he's like on that show Ballers driving a car, fucking, you know, just getting to it, dude. Just just doing what he wants to do, man. That that's magic right there. <laughs> I I don't know though. I really who would I get rid of? I mean, these days um, picking somebody out that's just a piece of shit human being. Because I, I, these days, I mean, I used to hate a lot of music. I used to not like, like, boy band music and pop music. And, I mean, over the last 10 years, I've kind of turned that around. And, like, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC are one of my favorites to listen to. Oh, my God, dude. Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. I'm a, I'm a, back. All man. right. That that I just looked at the questions and that song's there's there's gonna be something that comes up later here in a few minutes that we'll talk about that. But um, I want it that way. I I honestly it would probably have to be Man, I don't actually know. I'm gonna yeah, take the easy way one. out I'm gonna take the easy way out and say Pitbull. No one will fault you. No I'm going to take the easy way out. Um, speaking 
of music. We're going to okay. stay on that topic. Yes. What is your favorite 90s jam? My favorite 90s? Oh, my God, dude. Closing time. Yes. Fucking yes. without a doubt. Yes. Closing time. 1997. Yes. Closing time for sure, man. That is... I, I I was making a list of songs earlier today about like just 90 songs that I love. And I it's, it's in my notes section here. 90 songs I love. And Semisonic's Closing Time is on that list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God, dude. Like, that's just... Oh, that's fucking so good, man. Um, yeah, I... I mean, that, that that's definitely the first one that comes straight to my mind. And it... It's the most clever, and I will maintain this till the day I die. It is the most cleverly written song ever to exist. Yes. Because, I mean, obviously it's, it's I mean, even the writers and the, the singer of Semisonic has come out and said that it's about the birth of a child. Yeah. So it, it's amazing. It's an amazing song, and I... Every time it comes on, I sing it out loud, and I love it. And it just reminds me—it reminds me of high school because it was right in the middle of high school for me. Hundred percent, man. I, I I do. Spider webs, man. By fucking no doubt, I, I a, do enjoy that one, man. That's a good one. And man, it's got to be something from Third Eye Blind too, like Semi Charm Life, man. Even though all their songs are about like fucking. Crystal meth and well, shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Semi term life's all about just doing meth. Yeah, but that's like, man, did they have some catchy Such shit? The catchiest song about doing meth you'll ever find. Yeah, yeah, but I gotta go with closing time. The, I would, I would say my pick is you know Savage Garden. Please tell me Cherry Chicacola. No, well, not I want you. Okay, not that. Song. I do love that song though, but yeah. their song to the moon and back. Okay, yeah. That is a song that I am I'm down with. That yeah, man, dude. God, there's some good ones. <laughs> yeah, I could talk about I mean, Dude, that's I'm, a I'm good gonna, question. I'm gonna spin that off into an episode. That's what I'm gonna do. Nineties songs that I love. Yeah. Oh and man, just, dude. And just play me. and just play parts of songs and talk about them. That's all I'm gonna do. Well, like, I'm thinking back to Angsty Paul, and I'm just, man, dude, one of my favorite albums of the 90s was uh, the fucking Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Oh, yeah. And was it 1979? Fuck. Yep, 79 was on there. Dude, that's a good one, too. Yeah. I, I was never a big Pumpkins fan, though. Okay. But... There's a few songs of theirs that I mean I absolutely love, but I just wasn't ever a huge fan. I just never really got Billy Corgan's voice. See, I I really dug it. I really fucking dug it. But there's a song on that album that I am a huge fan of. Okay. And it would be Zero. Yes, God. And that is my favorite song from that album. Well, and that album, dude, that I think that was a double decker. Yeah, it was, got, it's yeah. a huge album. I mean, there's, I mean, there had to have been like twenty eight, thirty songs on that album. Man, dude, just just the fucking intro to seventy nine. God, mm-hmm. dude. Because mm-hmm. if I remember, 
Tonight, tonight was on there. Zero was on yeah. there. Bullet with butterfly wings. Bullet with butterfly wings, man. Um, and then of course 70, 1979. Um, I can't, I'm trying to think of other songs. I can't think of any right now. Um, but yeah, good album. I just never really got into them that much. Yeah, I, I, I mean that's probably the only album I, I know of theirs actually that I, that I ever had. Yeah, I don't um, even. Um, I think I had Siamese Dream, the album before that. Okay. Um, I. But what was on that album? What the hell? That was the one with Today and Disarm and um, the hell. First song on that album, shit. Chair Brock. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just never was a huge fan. But but yeah, that's I w- I would though I would pick. I mean, I would pick Savage Gardens to the Moon and Back. I think that's that is a good one. At least right now. I mean, it it, it was very difficult for me not to pick like something like, um, uh, uh. Backstreet Boys, everybody, Backstreet's back. <laughs> or, yeah, or that's a good one though. Black, <laughs> Black Streets, no diggity, <laughs> no diggity, or uh, fucking real McCoy, another night. Oh yeah, I do There's like that. that song though. I really enjoy that song. <laughs> another night, another dream, but always you. Sorry, okay. No, that's I... I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna spin that off into a series of episodes. Dude, can I please be on one of those? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're gonna work something out here. Fuck I... yeah, dude, Ace of Base. You can't talk about the '90s and not oh. think about Ace of Base. What's your What's your favorite Ace of Base song though? The sign. I, I'm 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 a fucking basic white boy right now. The sign. There's There's a song of theirs that is called "Beautiful Life." You ever heard that? I have not. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up on my phone because I have it in my I have playlist and my playlists here. As soon as I can bring it up, I have a feel-good playlist song list. It's called feel-good songs. And I don't, it's not going to, probably not. I'm not sure if you can hear this. Can you hear that at all? I can. It's amazing. It sounds very familiar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's get to the lyrics just for a minute. And... Okay, I'm going to skip forward in the song. Cause that goes on for me. I could listen to this song all day long. And this is Ace of Base. It's a beautiful life. Yeah, this is Ace of Base, though. Damn, that's awesome. My favorite Ace of Base song right there. That is, that is, you know what? Like, I, I, I forgot the epitome of a fucking 90s song. Yeah. Forever. It's called Forever. Okay. And it's by. Oh, by it's, 
it's by a San Francisco band known as Jesse and the Rippers. Oh man, Full House. Oh. Again, you're speaking to me right now, dude. Man, dude. They're they're. It's kind of a running joke around here, or at least it was for when we had regular TV. I mean, because I would watch like TV Land all the time when we had oh, like yeah. direct TV, and Full House was on there. And I watch that every single night. And then my wife would make fun of me because Full House is my show. Dude, that that is a good <laughs> fucking show. Man, if every word I said could make you laugh, I'd talk forever. Like, dude, man. And their fucking music video they made? Oh, man. That, would, that, yeah, that music video is amazing. Dude, it, it's the best, man. <laughs> God, dude, I'm gonna get off tonight. I'm just gonna listen to like a thousand fucking songs tonight. I'm gonna, yeah, I think Full House is on Hulu or one of those. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna go find that. Dude, <laughs> I'm gonna go yeah. find one of those Jesse and Ripper episodes. I think they're like on the bed, like topless with covers on. They got their yes. kids in bed and with they them have too. They have their two little twins or whatever. Nikki and Alex. Yes, man. Oh, man, it makes me want to go watch that now. Damn. Might just have to hit <laughs> to stop the episode right now and go watch Full House. Are, are we even halfway through the questions? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I wasn't that sure. one. That one was. I think we have like six or seven more questions. All right. All right. We're over halfway there. I'm having a fun time, man. <laughs> and how long have we been doing this now? Uh. An hour and 43 minutes, hour and 40 minutes, somewhere like All that. All right, yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. All right, so, okay, more serious question now. Oh, shit. What words of wisdom would you pass on to your childhood self? Uh, Jesus Christ. Um. Ah, man, dude. Be the best Paul you want to be. I like it. Don't be what they want you to be. Be what you want Paul to be. I like that. Simple, to the point, and very, very, very direct. Be who you want to be, not what others want you to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That, that that's my cliche answer right there, but it's, I feel it's like not. But it's not cliche. I think people have to. I mean, people need to hear that. Yeah, I mean, especially these days. Especially for like a dumbass kid like me, I need to keep it simple. <laughs> and probably include like a slap to the head or something. I mean, myself, I'd probably say, don't ever stop questioning. That's a good one. Don't, don't ever stop challenging authority. Yeah. I mean, that sort of thing. Um, but have fun doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Don't let others <laughs> define you, maybe, is one, too. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Back to food. Okay. Yes. Yes. A little different way of taking this, though. A little different way of looking at this. If you were on death row mm-hmm. and you were about to be put to death, what would your final meal consist of? What would you request? Oh, Jesus! A little, Christ. a little morbid, but 
No, no. Hey, hey, man. That's. Hey. Well, it definitely have to involve a shot of Jameson and and a fucking uh, a spotted cow, which is which is a local which is a local beer here in Wisconsin. Um, okay. Definitely have to have that. Man, dude, like, like, okay, if I'm going like, 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 if I want to be like fucking swanky and shit, you know, like fancy, probably definitely be like a beef Wellington of some sort, like just a big, you know, big fucking steak with some bacon on it and, you know, like a double, a twice baked potato. But also, man, I wouldn't mind just like a fucking, just a fucking juicy ass cheeseburger. Oh, greasy. Juicy, cheese melting off of it, man. Dude, I think that's probably what I would choose is just some greasy burger. I mean, not like a, I mean, prime rib or yeah, um, or um, filet mignon. Nothing crazy, just a big fucking juicy, greasy burger. And you know what? Like, like I would have to also have it with like my fucking. My fucking pizza, man. My fucking Maria's pizza here in Milwaukee. The thinnest crust, dude. You roll it up like a fucking taco. Ooh. You take a big bite of it. The juices, the grease just rolls out of it, man. Uh The fucking sausage is the size of your eyeball. Nice. (laughs) Dude, like, like it's the tackiest restaurant in fucking Milwaukee, man. But Jesus Christ, dude. Like you Good go in food. there, they got fucking Christmas lights. Like like it's an open kitchen. You walk in, the, the the pizza oven's right there. The same, the same old ladies. You know they're wearing their fucking dresses that they probably mm-hmm. wore in the '60s that are skin tight. You know they fucking know your name. <laughs> you know they got the high heels on. They're about as Italian as Italian can get. You know, but they just they know how to fucking sling a pie, dude. I mean, nice. and it it probably seats about probably seats about 30 people i mean you call on a friday night dude they tell you three hours and you're gonna wait that three hours nice (laughs) i mean and 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 like a couple years ago one of the sisters died and that was about a seven hour wait on on a to-go order oh wow yeah like that i mean the mayor fucking came out like it was it was intense it was you know they they deserve it it's It'd be that and a fucking just a cheeseburger with probably some fucking potato chips and French onion or, uh, you know, onion dip. Oh, man, that's that's that I God damn it. I am fucking hungry, now. dude, man. And get and give me like a piece of pie. What kind like of a, pie? What kind pro- of pie? like man, dude, like like probably like a caramel French silk. Ooh, man. See, now you're classing it up, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or or just give me a couple Kit Kats, man. Fuck it, <laughs> fuck it, dude. I mean a little. I mean, I would probably give me some red velvet cake. Mm. There's there's a bakery here. They're called the Flying Cupcake here in Indy, and um, uh, they make the best red velvet I've ever had. Um, they're they have red velvet cupcakes as well and they're called red velvet elvis red velvet elvis i like that tremendous red velvet cupcakes oh man okay i'm like whatever this might be too much information my first 
my very first experience with red velvet anything god man was probably 10 years ago yeah a little bit before that maybe 15 10 10 between 10 and 15 and we have this ice cream shop called cops where they just crank out the best fucking flavors on a daily basis and they had red velvet ice cream and i took a bite i'm like god damn so i got like the gallon <laughs> and i'm just fucking eating that thing i'm just putting that to town a couple hours later i go to the bathroom and i freak the fuck out because i'm like i'm shitting fucking blood like what the fuck, <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening yeah the, the red dye crimson scarlet red yeah, they um, called the yeah. hospital. They're like, "Well, like, did you eat anything red?" I'm like, "Nah, just red velvet ice cream." They're like, "You fucking idiot." Yeah, red dye. It'll do yeah. it to you. It's just like, oh god. Yeah, because these days, I mean, they typically just use like a a typical red dye, but a lot of times, like back years ago, they'd use like beetroot. Jesus. To, to uh, color it, to make it that reddish brown color. But uh, yeah, red dye. <laughs> yeah, and um, man, dude, like my ex-wife read these. God damn it, dude! What the fuck? I want to say there was Stephanie Plum. Maybe the character was called Stephanie Plum. There, like every book had like a fucking oh, number yeah. to it. And Catherine Heigl was in the movie. It was like one for the money. Oh, yeah, it's the it's the um, the fuck? Janet. Janet Ivanovich. Janet, Janet Ivanovich. Yeah, yeah. What the... F- ah, damn it, dude. I, I, I don't know character. how it's pronounced. I say Ivanovich or Ivanovich. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah, Stephanie Plum's the character. Stephanie and each Plum. one, each one is named after, like, the the numbers. Yeah. So it's, like, one for the money, two for the dough, three to get deadly, four to score. Um, I've read yeah. most of those. Yeah, but, like, my ex-wife at the time, she really fell into those and, like, I guess... Stephanie Plum was addicted to these red velvet cupcakes with cream cheese, like mm-hmm. Duncan Hines cream cheese frosting. And Duncan Hines, dude, man, she <laughs> made for like two months. That's all we had. The fucking red uh, velvet cupcakes with the Duncan Hines frosting. I mean, and there's like she, I mean, she has written, I and mean, there's 25 of those books. Like one year since like ninety five, and like, but but isn't she also doing like a whole another other series too? I think like Amanda was telling me about. I don't know if it was one that specifically revolved around the holidays. Oh, I don't even know. But uh, like, I feel like she did like a couple. I think she did. I mean, she did several series. Um, but um, she. I know. I'm gonna look it up right now. Because there were like 25 of those Stephanie Plum series books. Um, shoot. Yeah, I don't... I, can't, I don't even know. I'm going to have to... I'm not even sure, but she's written a lot of different things. Yeah, she, she definitely... I don't know where she gets all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's been a book a year for 25 years. And I think her 26th due this year. Yeah, oh... oh. Okay, like, um, this one was called Visions of Sugar Plums, and it was like, it was like a between the numbers, uh, like, it was like a, it was still like Stephanie, the first Stephanie Plum between the numbers novel, so it was like shit that happened, uh, in, yeah. I yeah. gotcha. Huh, I have never, I've never, I didn't know about those. Yeah, and like Plum Lovin' and Plum Lucky. 
Plum huh. Spooky. I'm going to yeah. have to look those up now. Yeah, I spent a lot of money on these fucking books. <laughs> uh, so, I, I'm now craving a big greasy burger. Dude, right? Right? I mean, yeah. you know what? Even Wendy's would settle. Oh, like, Wendy's, sure. Wendy's would fucking settle, I mean, man. Wendy's, Burger King, I, anything right now. I mean, I would go for the lowest of low fast food right now. Yeah, yeah. All right. What did you dream last night? Um, do you dream? I do. Some people don't. I do. I do dream. Um, man, dude. Do you ever remember your dreams? Sometimes I do. Like, like if they really, like if they really fuck with me. Like, okay. Um, I had this. I I had this dream that um, I've. I've been hanging out with this, uh, man, dude, whatever. I'll get deep. Um, I've known this girl now for God, about 20 years. Like, man, I knew her when I, when I just started dating my, my now ex-wife. But when we first started dating, I knew this girl at this, uh, at this restaurant that I was really into, you know, like had a crush on and whatnot. And then, you know, stuff, we just kind of fell apart from each other. We just kind of fell out of each other's lives. And then something happened right after the divorce, right after I split up, like we kind of reached out to each other and we're just kind of hanging out. And then she's kind of adopted this kid that has become a part of like my life and my kids have become a part of her life. And it was just like, man, it was like, been having dreams about like, you know, kind of future stuff happening. I just had a dream last night about like, us like i don't know like it was just like us like do we shut up it was just us doing like um is that a cat yeah it's carmy it was Uh, just like us doing like um it was just like us doing like family stuff (laughs) i mean i I mean it's like stuff we usually do but like you could tell like like we were like kind of married i guess yeah so i i I woke up just kind of like a little freaked out just, just oh, I'm freaky. sure. <laughs> a little freaky. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because the last thing I want to do, the last thing on my mind right now is getting married. Like, you know, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, we're just, you know, there's no label. We're just two people that hang out. Like, and it's just been dreams like that lately. Of like, oh shit, dude. Like, do I have these feelings? You, you know, like I don't know if it's just shit that's in the back of my mind that's coming into dreams and. Yeah, I, my dreams are never that deep. <laughs> or or like god dude the other night i i just dreamed that i was like um i was dropping my six-year-old daughter off at her fucking senior prom really yeah and it was, it was just so real like like she looked like she looks like a kid now but yet she looked like she was like 17 <laughs> it was wow. really yeah it, that's it a little really yeah it's different <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for I mean, allowing me to go deep there <laughs> see see when i dream it my shit's like i'm in a video game <laughs> and, or i'm in a superhero movie in but the superhero movie is set in my neighborhood here okay so like i'm i'm part of the avengers and we're fighting thanos or whatever but it's outside it's my cool, house man i wish i dream like that but it's outside my house oh and like i'm fighting like i'm i'm flying around the creek outside and <laughs> and, and 
dodging around basketball poles and just odd weird shit like that. Um, but it's always like I'm in a video game. There was that... one I was, there was one a while ago where I was like dressed up as like Link from Legend of Zelda. Dude, that's fucking cool, man. And, and no, it's not though because you don't, <laughs> you don't, you don't want to see me and stuff like that. I, I'm, 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 I'm a little too big for wearing stuff like that. And, and I was running around my neighborhood and someone called the police on me. <laughs> it's just, it just an odd thing. I was running around with a shield and a sword and little tights and everything. And yeah, you don't want to see that. <laughs> so just see, that's what I dream. Stupid shit. <laughs> I don't think that. Okay. I, I got this weird thing. Where like I don't know what the fuck it is. Like like a lot of times when I have like a dream like that, like I'll be getting into it and all of a sudden I'll just be like, This isn't right. I'm fucking dreaming and then I wake up. Yeah, you like, wake I'm, yourself up. Yeah, kind like of I'm telling myself you're like, self aware. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, God damn it. I've done that before where you're like you're almost you almost like you recognize in the dream that like you just said that it's not right or hey, I need to wake up or something and you wake yourself up. But yeah. you actually, in the dream, you yes. realize, yeah, it's, that's an odd phenomenon. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> it's an odd thing. It's like you're <laughs> you're breaking the fourth wall in your dream, and you're talking to yourself. I know, I know. It's, it's <laughs> like like it reminds me of the fucking perchance to a dream episode of Batman the animated series where Mad Hatter's oh, got them nice. under. You know, and Batman's like, I'm fucking dreaming because you can't read in a dream. Which I think is, like, I don't think that's true. I feel like I have read in dreams. Oh, I've read in dreams before. Yeah, because, like, in the, I mean, you know, like, of course everything in fucking the animated series is true life. But he says, like, you dream with the right side of your brain and you read with the left side of oh, your brain. Oh, yeah, that that's not true. <laughs> Yeah, the, the whole right side, left side, and brain stuff, it, that's pretty much crap these days. Okay. Not true. You use your entire brain, not just half of it to do certain things. <laughs> but, all right. If your house was on fire, no one ever wants that. No. Terrible tragedy. Mm-hmm. I'm always scared of that. Oh, um, sure. And you could only save one item out of your house. And it wouldn't be your kids or anything like yeah. that, or your cat, or or any pets or anything like that. But an uh, a non living item, what would it be? Um, man, dude, it would be. It would probably be the first Father's Day gift I got after the divorce. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that would be it. Huh. I would probably choose, and this is because I can't ever remember shit, the little folder that we, we, we keep our passwords in. <laughs> oh, shit. That, that, that's actually, yeah. Yeah, because everything's electronic these days, and I can never remember a password. <laughs> yeah, all all mine, all like my passwords are just my face now, my fucking iPhone. Um. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I got a. It, it's a picture frame of um. 
it's a it's a it's a picture um i hope you don't mind me me talking about it real quick like if, if oh you talk about whatever you yeah. want to talk about i will listen again it's from the like like it's fucking tough to navigate sometimes because you don't know what like like you know like to me it was, it was a, a obviously a whole new thing but like i remember for like their mother's day like i had the kids make, make something and we sent it and you know, I got him on Father's Day, and Hazel made a made a big deal. She's like, you know, like oh, you know, like you know, like oh, we made you something, and we got home, and we're opening the bag, and she's just looking through it, and she's got tears in her eyes. She's like, oh, I I, I must have forgotten. She's she's just about to turn um five, and so I text Amanda, and I'm like, hey, you know, did you know? I think Hazel left something at home and she's like, like what? I'm like, she keeps talking about a gift. She's like, yeah, you know, we made you a gift, but I threw it away. I was like, Oh no. And she's like, I just don't think I should be giving you a gift. I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's it's Hazel, Hazel and Emmett. It's, It's yeah, that's what it's about. But so like, I was just, I, it's not about gifts, but like, I, I was just kind of bummed out and, um, you know, with this friend I was telling you about, we've been watching this show called uh, Bob's Burgers, which is oh yeah, um, that's great show. <laughs> and man, like my all-time favorite episode of that fucking show was Hawk and Chick, where um I don't know if you've seen the episode, but like you find out Bob and Louise have this little thing where they watch old-time spaghetti western. Oh yeah, I didn't Samurai know that. I remember movies. that was the title of the, the episode, but yeah, yeah, I know that episode. And they end up finding like the guy. They they see the actor and they kind of follow him around. And they're they're trying to get him to reunite with his daughter. And like you just get this huge, beautiful moment of how like Luis doesn't want to lose that connection she has with her dad. And oh man, I'm, I'm trying not to get all weepy, but like I don't know. I was just like, what the fucking. <laughs> You know, like, I, I love that episode so much, and we're at this girl's house, and she's grilling out, and, you know, she's like, oh, or I'm grilling out, she's like, I need the kids for a second, they need to come help me bring some, you know, silverware out, and they come out with a bag, and get this beautiful frame, and Carmi, I'm sorry, everybody, like, my cat. Oh, kitty. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's. My my cat's banging on the door outside of here. I have the door shut. Yeah, every, I almost put her in the room, but every, she's been alone all day. Every couple of minutes, I see his paw coming underneath the door, and he he grabs a hold of the door and he like jiggles it. If you and, want, I can put her upstairs. No, you're fine. No, don't worry okay. about that. I'm not worried about that. Okay. Um, but like, I got this frame, and inside of it is a coloring page, and it's of all the characters of Bob's Burgers dressed up for the Hawk and Chick episode. Oh. <laughs> and Hazel colored one one part of it. Emmett colored one part of it. Her niece that she's adopting, who was like one at the time, colored. You know, she scribbled on it. And it just says, like, have a great first Father's Day. at You know, like, happy first real Father's Day. Nice. And it's just like, the kids were so excited to give it to me. It was just, yeah, that would probably... That'd probably come with me. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it, on, on a more serious note, I mean, other than the password stuff, I mean, along the lines of what you're saying, um, like Hayden made me a, um, it was a couple years ago now, but he made, because I'm always telling him to relax 
Okay. Calm down. Relax. I mean, there's no reason to get worried about something. Just relax. And I say it all the time. And now it's become a joke around here <laughs> that <laughs> dad's going to say, relax, relax, relax. And he made me a little art thing and that he did on some canvas. And it says, relax. So I got it hanging over my computer over there. And nice. I would probably grab that out of everything. So that is awesome. Yeah, because it's stuff like that you just can't buy. I mean, yeah, you, know, you can't like... replace that stuff. All right. Down to three questions here. All right. This Can one you... gives this one gives a what what kind of cat do you have? What kind of is it color is it? It is a she is a tortoiseshell. Oh, nice. I've got and it, it, name is what? Carmella. Carmella. Yes. I've yes. got a Maine Coon named Sir Newton. Ooh. And he's big Maine Coon. And um, a black long-haired cat named Lenny. Lenny. I like Lenny. Lenny. And then I'm still not over it, but Jimmy, our other Maine Coon, he passed away a couple, oh. months, a couple months ago. We only had him. We... we they're all three rescue cats. Yeah, so those Carmi. And like Newton had Newton has eye issues. Okay. Uh, and then Lenny had mouth issues. And Jimmy had what turned out to be liver issues and kidney issues. So um, we only we only were able to give him a home for a year, but um, it's uh, yeah, so, so yeah, I still have two of them, Newton and, and Lenny, and they're my buddies. <laughs> that's that, that's that's awesome, man. Yeah, cats I, cats make the world go round. Oh yeah, I, I a lot of times like at night in here, like my wife, she'll be sleeping in the other room. I'll end up if I go to bed late or come in or go to a movie or whatever to not disturb anybody. I'll just sleep in the the spare room in here where I'm in now. And so I don't wake anybody up and I'll leave the door open in here and the cats will be in here and I'll wake up and Newton will be on my chest and he's about 20 pounds and, okay. and Lenny will be sitting almost on my head every nice. single, every single night. So, yeah, I, I did not grow up with cats at all. And when, um, when we moved in together, she had to have a cat. And we uh, we went to the rescue, and we had to pick like the three top cats we wanted to see, and we didn't even see Carmella out there. So so we picked the three we wanted to see. They did. They, they put us in a room because they wanted to see like if the personalities would match and all that nonsense. And this vet or this tech comes in. She's like, you know, we have this sweet girl. She just turned five. She's been with us for a year. She uh, she was with an elderly lady, and she got real sick. She had a respiratory problem. She was close to death. Like, she just finally got the clear to be given to a home. So, you know, like, we want you guys to meet Caramella. That was, like, we changed it to Carmella. And she just comes in, and I'm sitting in the back of the room because I've already kind of, like, got allergies. And I'm like, I just want to get the fuck out of here. If the, the wife wants a cat, we're going to get a cat. And... She bypasses my mom, my mother-in-law, my brother-in-law, and she just comes and sits on my lap. (laughs) 
And I'm like, holy shit. And, and the tech looks at me and she goes, you're Irish, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, you do know if a, if a tortoise shell comes into your house, you automatically get seven years of good luck. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, we're an adopter. And then my wife's like, you know, she played you like a fool. I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and sure as shit, we looked it up. That's that's a huge sign in like uh, Irish culture. Huh, like, I didn't know shell, that. Tortoise shell cats bring you good luck. I did uh, know that. See, I'm learning all sorts of stuff tonight. Cool. And she's very vocal, so I apologize. Oh, no, that's... I completely understand that. These these cats here are crazy. Especially about 1 a.m., they're running around crazy, banging into <laughs> shit. The other night, Lenny broke, like, jumped up into one of the closets. The door was open, and he knocked something off and broke a a glass container shattered all over the place and they're insane at night. They're always chasing each other and wrestling around. But that's what cats do, man. That's what they do. They don't give a shit. So if you could have the answer to any question, what question would that be? If I could have the answer to any question, what would it be? Man. Oof. And the answer can't. The answer is not forty-two. <laughs> oh man. Um, God damn. I mean, I guess default is like who shot JFK. Um, <laughs> you know, I guess, man. Uh, on a philosophical level, it'd be like you know. Like, what's not really what's the point, but like something like that. But also, like, I guess, like, the 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 fucking geek in me, like, do aliens exist? <laughs> yeah, that's that. No, that's that's one of you my questions I mean? like about like, life out there, like outside of the earth. Yeah, yeah, like, or is there is there like a parallel universe? Like, is there or like, like, is the multiverse real? Yeah, exactly. Or like, like I okay, like, like is, I guess the one thing I'd want to know is like, have I done this before? Like, like have I lived multiple lives before this? Like, have I, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's like you get a oh, deja yeah. vu type feeling. Like, like, mm-hmm. like, is that like, like, you know, have I been here before? Have I done this dance before? Like, has there been different versions of me out here? Like, have I lived? different lifestyles before this, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, I I I like that just I like that life question of, I mean, not necessarily the meaning of life or anything like that, but like does life exist out there at some point and and will we ever find it as humans? I mean, how long will it take us? to find out if there is actually life out there or not. Exactly. I mean, is it a kind of a, will it be thousands of years? Or will we know in the next hundred years that other life exists out there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, just, it's, the, it's, the great, it's the great unknown. Yeah. 
All right, we're going to end with we have two more questions left. Okay, and they are, they're actually both song related because for yes. some reason this podcast is like morphing into a music podcast. I guess a, or mu- a musical food podcast. Yeah, a musical food podcast, and me ranting about stupid shit. A food cycle. I'm the one getting deep and probably boring <laughs> everybody to death. Oh no, no. So songs are emotional. Mm-hmm. They give you all sorts of feelings. What song out there, one song, gives you goosebumps? I mean, gives you that feeling of goosebumps. Um, how bizarre. The o- OMC? Absolutely. How... Really? Uh, yes. Yes. Um, Why is that? Because every day in whatever year that was, 96, 97, when we were driving to that fucking football field and we had the local radio station on, that song came on every day that entire football season. And when I fucking hear that song once in a while, when it comes on the fucking um, iPod or if I hear it on a commercial, I just... You know, I haven't. My dad's been gone for it's going to be 13 years now, and it's just, boom! I'm in that front seat of that station wagon. Power of music, right there. I mean, man, I mean, it takes you back. I mean, you can just hear a guitar riff or a lyrics yeah. to something, vocals, takes you completely back to a certain time. And and and, and cadence on the bagpipes. Oh, that's a good. That's good. And especially by like, oh man, I'm a huge Dropkick fan. Mm-hmm. All the way, like they they do cadence and fucking um, amazing grace with their own oh, kick, yep. with their own spin to it, and it's just, it's in your face. It's beautiful. It's fucking obscene, but yet it's it's just oh man, it's great. But yeah, how bizarre by OMC. That I like that pick. That that came out of left field. I didn't. I would not even expected you to say that, but that's yeah. that is a great great pick. That is great. And um, forever by Jesse and the Rippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna find that. I'm gonna play that later. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, I mean, there's like solos that, like guitar solos that give me goosebumps. Like, um, the guitar solo in, and it's really short. It's not a very long solo. But in Leonard Skinner's Simple Man. Oh, yeah. It's just a barely short solo. But every single time that plays, I get goosebumps. And it's 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 amazing. I mean, what music can do that. Dude, and and you were like reading my fucking mind because um Boston. Oh, Boston man. Dude, man, fucking more than a feeling. Oh, that me. Guitar tones out the ass. I mean that I absolutely adore that album, that self-titled debut album. Dude, adore it so man. much. Like I listen to that all. I think I I think is that the. I may have had to skip one song on there. Um, on, on the that on the album blog. itself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. Uh. Because uh, that first side, side A. Okay, never mind. That. It's not. It was on. Th- it was on the third stage album. Oh, okay. Never mind. Because because that because that has more than a feeling, right? And fucking um. Well, the first album, the David their debut self titled album seventy six or whatever. That first side is more than a feeling, peace of mind, and then foreplay long time. 
foreplay a long time. God damn it, dude. And then um Deck and, and then the, the side two is um shoot, I'm gonna thinking about this. Rock and roll band smoking. Ah, I might have to look I'd have to look that up now. I think it's rock and roll band smoking and then there's two or three other songs. Hitch a ride, something about you. Let me take you home tonight. Yes, yeah, hitch a ride is what I was trying to think and of. Rock and roll band. God, dude, that's a good fucking album. Yeah, I mean that, but that step side one, more than a feeling, peace of mind and foreplay, long time. God, that 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 side is just I. I mean, it's only I mean what, sixteen, seventeen minutes long. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not a long amount. A large amount of time. No, but but it, it's quick and to the point. It's great. But yeah, but more than a feeling though is is one of those songs I think that will be forever known as classic rock. Yeah, and I think like foreplay, long time. That's I think I was first introduced to that on either Rock Band or Guitar Hero. Yeah. Um. Shoot. Um. I want to say rock. I honestly, yeah, it was Rock Band. Still there? Yes. Okay. Sounded like it cut out for a second. No, no, sorry. Um, I hit mute real quick because I dropped uh, something. <laughs> but yeah, it was Rock Band. Okay, Rock that Band. Yep. Play long time was on. Um, yeah, I I absolutely adore Boston, and if anybody talks shit about Boston, I'll punch you in the throat. Yeah, you'll fucking get dick kicked. <laughs> kicked. <laughs> Kicked in the scrotum repeatedly by me. But cleats, golf cleats. <laughs> the most the bastards of cleats. Oh, man. So the la- the absolute last okay. question today. Tonight. I want to phone a friend? Might be today uh, here soon because it's going to be crossing midnight. So. Oh, shit. Um, but what songs, and I'm just going to ask you three songs, yep. are included on... If you had to make a soundtrack to your life, what three songs would you pick to headline that album, to be released as singles from that album, or to be the the premier tracks from that album? The premier tracks. Dude, this is... This is a toughie. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Oh, man, dude. You know what? I gotta go with. I just feel like when I'm in the fucking when I'm party, Paul, I'm burning down the house, man. So I gotta go with Talking Heads, burning down the house is one of them. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I really fucking love that song. Um, uh, fucking a dude. Um, man, dude. Ah, uh, that's a tough one. You know what? Start me up by the stones. Another good choice. Start me I up like by that. the stones. And you know what? Don't do me like that by Tom Petty. Ooh, another nice pick. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's burning down the house. Start me up and don't do me like that. Because what? What? While you were saying that, I was putting down songs for me. And. Okay. I would put number one, Foo Fighters, The Pretender. 
God, Foo Fighters. Number two would be Pink Floyd's Learning to Fly. Nice. My absolute favorite Pink Floyd song. And then Tom Petty. Because I absolutely adore Tom Petty, too. And I'm still kicking myself today that I never got to see him live. Yeah. Um, his um, Running Down a Dream song. Oh, that's so good. You know, Jake Elliott said it perfectly when, when, uh, when Tom Petty died. He said... It never became uncool to like Tom Petty. Yeah. Such a fantastic musician. I mean, ah, man, I, I still kick myself because he came around here a couple of times. And I never saw him. And, uh. and that's why I, I'm, that's why I go to a bunch of shows these days. Cause I made the decision after he died that I would never, miss a show again of someone who I wanted to see that came around here. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Guy, I would say number four. I know you said three. Number four would almost be Train in Vain by The Clash. Ooh, nice song. I love that fucking intro. That always gets my blood pumping. (laughs) Yeah, man. God, man, dude, I'm going to listen to so much music tonight. (laughs) <laughs> and then I would say it was I mean if you go to um uh probably number 4 for me um there's a little band called 6AM if you ever heard of them I um, have not Nikki 6 Motley Crue his side band Okay um they have a song called Life is Beautiful Ooh, came out several years ago Okay um Tremendous song, and everybody should listen to 6 a.m. So that's what I would pick. Nice. But, yeah, we've reached the end of 20 questions, so you survived. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I don't know if your listeners did with my rambling. Oh, it's whoever listens to me ramble, so if they can listen to me, they'll listen to anybody ramble. (laughs) (laughs) But... I mean, Paul, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on tonight and oh, man, to go dude. through this and ramble on 20 questions, side questions, tangents, everything. Rabbit holes, fucking A, Jesse and the Rippers, come on. <laughs> See, that's, it's, it's like a perfect thing because it's like those YouTube rabbit holes you fall in or Wikipedia rabbit holes I always find myself in where dude. you go, like YouTube especially where you'll find one video and then... And then you'll go to the next one and it suggests this and suggests that. And then all of a sudden you're two or three hours into something that you only were actually meaning to listen to a five minute song. And now you're two or three hours into something. Um, and yeah. you're way far away from what you were originally watching or, or listening to. Dude, my rabbit holes are the fucking trivia pages on IMDb. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I just I get on one and then it's like, my God. I'm clicking this movie, reading the fa- the facts about it. Click on this actor from that movie. It's just it's 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 a fuck show. You know the IMDb. They used to have message boards, mm-hmm. and I was all pissed off when they actually shut those down. Um, because I always would I would go there to like find out like there was this song in this this movie or whatever, and I didn't know the name of it and. If it wasn't on the soundtrack list at IMDb for that movie or, or show, 
um, it was always a good section to to ask questions and, and things. And of course, they shut them down for whatever reasons. And but I was always ticked off when they did that. But yeah, those those trivia pages are great. Yeah, especially oh, yeah. and then the goofs they have like uh, the yes the goof sections and kind of the inconsistencies and all of that. So now now I have a question for you. Yeah. And what are is you, that? Are you seeing the re-release this weekend? I do have tickets for Sunday. Nice. Me and the kid are, are Sunday morning. Man, yeah. I gotta say, I fucking love when you have him on <laughs> to, to do the movie reviews. Because, cause, man, like my all-time favorite movies from the heart besides The Crow and uh, Home Alone was when I had Hazel on and we did Moana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun to get them in, involved in that kind yeah, of stuff. I think try, that's super cool. Trying to get him a little bit involved, and the last one he was on, he he, he even said it on the on while recording that hey, it was a little nerve wracking to be on because once you start talking, I mean, we're sitting in the room together, and you're talking into the void. I mean, and and whatever you say is I'm I don't edit much of what I'm gonna say on anything. So yeah, not spending the time to edit. So whatever you say, you say, and, and he's like, it's a little nerve wracking. And I said, like, yeah, it is. But I mean, the more you talk and the only reason I really do this stuff is because I it just to become a better speaker. Yeah. And I say a lot of ums and uhs and, and stuff like that and trying to kind of remove those from my speech. I do a lot of speaking in my work stuff that I do and uh, just trying to become a better speaker and and talk about things, and I told him I was like, "You're going to have to learn." I mean, depending on what you do for a job, eventually down the line, I mean, years from now, you're probably. I mean, there's a good chance you're going to be talking to people exactly. and trying to convey information to people, and it's better to learn that stuff now or earlier on your life than and get used to talking to people and talking about things and not worrying about what people think or say. And so, yeah, he's had fun so far. So we'll be, we'll be every once in a moment, when we see movies together, we'll, and which is all the time, we'll eventually just talk about movies for 20 or 30 minutes. And, and hopefully he gets more accustomed to uh, giving his opinion on things. Yeah. I, I love it, man. I love it, and you're so right. Because when I, I hate listening to to, to stuff of mine. Oh, I like, yeah, I don't really listen to anything that I that I record or anything. Yeah, anymore. except when I'm editing, I'm like, dude, you need to quit saying the word like so much, heart. Shut, yeah, shut the fuck I, up. Yeah, I end up saying like, and then um, of course um, like I just did. Yeah. But I uh, the uh, what word? Nice. I say all oh, nice, nice all the time. I'm trying to yeah. change. Trying to change that a little bit, but <laughs> I used to say absolutely, and I still do, but I used to say absolutely all the time, and now I've changed it to a hundred percent, which I need to change because I say that <laughs> all the time now too. So it'll probably be concur for a while. <laughs> so, so like I said, it was. We'll wrap this up because I mean, yeah, it's, it's late for you. <laughs> well, it's late for you too. I mean, you're well, an hour it, behind me, but I mean, it's still after eleven now. So yeah, it's like like I. Isn't it crazy right now? I'm yesterday and you're tomorrow. 
That is a deep thought right dude, there. Dude, that's fucking crazy. That's like you were tripping on acid and just came up with that or something. I, I mean, that's, dude, uh... I'm actually proud of myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, uh, where can we find you? What What do you do? I mean, plug right. your shows. Oh, I mean... yeah. Um, so I've been real proud of. I think, so you were on Movies from the Heart. That's either going to be a monthly or every other every two months that that's going to come out, mm-hmm. just just with time and everything. But um, my original baby, the Backcast, we are trying to do that every. We're trying to do that every week now, and you know it'll probably be coming out. But uh, we just recorded a real fun episode last night. We did the Zatanna episode, and we had Brian from PCL on. Nice. Yeah, and that was went pretty twisted there. I'm not gonna lie. It, uh, you know, <laughs> with Brian, all bets are off. All, all, all bets are off. He can turn a fucking kids cartoon into just a sex filled. Uh, yes. You know, but uh, yeah, we are bringing the, we have brought the animated backcast back. Uh, we've been really getting into the news of Batman, the movies, and we're breaking down um, what started as just reviewing episodes of the series. Now we're hitting classic Batman comic book arcs. Nice. Yeah. And we're going over that. But yeah, uh, you can find me on most podcast players, the anime Batcast, which of course, I didn't even say it. You know, my co-host is the amazing Rebecca Dowling. Like, she's just, she's an amazing human being. And then... Who was, got... who was actually the first guest I had on, somebody had to ask. Nice. Yeah, she's, she's, man, she is such an amazing person. Yeah, she is. She's got such a positive attitude on everything. Um, Yeah, and there's still talk. We're trying to bring, I'm trying, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with this, but I would love to at least bring back Ginger Mirror for once a year or something, because talking Black Mirror with Matt Kirby is one of my favorite things. <laughs> Ginger Mirror, I Ginger love that. Yep. That is so great of a name. <laughs> yeah, and Dan West did the he did the he did the art for our logo, and mm-hmm. it's pretty. I, I'll send you the picture. It, it's oh just, yeah, I'd love to see that. It is. Yeah, it's it's um, <laughs> it's something. <laughs> it was really cool, but yeah, that 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 is where you can. Uh, that is definitely where you can find me. Um, yeah, people, if you if you don't listen to a lot of that, if you don't listen to Animated Backcast, get on that. Fantastic, fantastic stuff. Because I, I'm not the biggest Batman fan, but I am a pretty, I mean, I am a consistent watcher, or was a consistent watcher of the animated series. And I love a lot of those episodes you guys do. So, um, Yeah, it's... I, that the show holds up today man oh yeah it does it does i was i mean that was a kind of like a i think a turning point in a lot of animated i mean that was like i mean where would you put that among all the animated series that ever existed for superheroes oh that's number one yeah oh that, that that's number one no doubt i mean i've i've loved the ninja turtle series and all that stuff, but man, I mean, it's, 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 it's the animated series. I mean, you know, Heart of Ice almost got, um, um, you know, the mechanic, just shit like that. Like it, 
you know, and just rewatching it as an adult, it's just like, God damn, man, this was some, this is the writing was off the wall. It was just, I mean, we get some, you know, there's a tan episode we talked about last night. Like it was the chemistry between those two, you know, the subtle jokes, like, like the foreshadowing for shit that was done in a 22 minute episode. It was just, it's like the complete passion project by Deanie and Bruce Tim. It was nice. just an amazing series. Yeah, it's it's um, a great series. And uh, are you a fan of the the Superman animated series? Or I am. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I that's I started there first. Okay. And then worked my way back to the Batman series. Yeah. Yeah. And our goal is to our goal is to finish the animated series and then either take a break and cover another amazing animated series, which would be gargoyles. Ooh, nice. Or jump right into Batman beyond. That's a good one too. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, is there anything else you want to add or say before we sign off? No, I mean, I just, I, I thank you so much for having me on it, This is, this is awesome. I, I, you know, I was so glad to have you on for movies from the heart and, you asked me to be on. I mean, man, dude, it's it's it's, it's fun time talking to you. It's like talking to somebody I've known for twenty years. I never fucking met. <laughs> hey, one day, maybe we'll meet one day. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that's the end of that. I thank you again for coming on. That was great stuff. Um, for anybody listening out there, check out his podcast, especially animated bad backcast. Love it. Um. You can always get in touch with me uh, via social media on Twitter at Asked Kevin or on Facebook at Nobody Asked You Kevin podcast page or by email at Nobody Asked You Kevin at gmail.com. I'm not going to give you my snail mail address because I don't want people stalking me. Um, <laughs> but um, leave an Apple Music review if you can, because remember that you can win a digital download code for, and I'm going to name the movies that I have right now. Um, very Star Wars centric here. Star Wars: The Force Awakens, nice. Rogue One, Star Wars: The Last Jedi, um, Avengers: Infinity War, or Logan. So, please leave a review. And in mid July, I will draw for all those who have left a review, whether it's good, bad, indifferent. You telling me I suck? I mean, I should quit. <laughs> um, whatever it might be, leave a review and you will get a chance to win one of those codes, whichever one you want, if you get drawn out. So with that, check out Paul's podcasts. Check out all of his work. um, Check out Movies from the Heart. Check out Animated Batcast. And until next time, my friends, have a kick-ass day or night whenever you are listening to this. Peace out. Catch you later.
So 